Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>Welcome to the Superpod Hero Cast. Guys with beers talking about movies with Kate. Episode 53. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic. And, and we, we watched, watched Batman The Killing Joke. Ooh, here we are. The Killing Joke. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to tell the story. And I think this is a great, you know, as they affectionately call it on the Greatest Generation, the Marin Open. Should I sit back? Do we have, a, do no, we have 20 no, minutes now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Socks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Squarespace? Squarespace. We got, we got the one? space? That one? We got the space. Know. Purple listened- mattress? So t- this, please, this, tell us uh, your story. Okay. Literally, this <laughs> comic saved my life. Wow. Okay. I'm not talking about like I read it and I was like, oh yeah. I got trapped in a trunk once. What? Uh, how has this story never come? How long <laughs> have I known you? 10 years? More. Or no, uh, Facebook uh, just said what? 11, right? 11 years of friendship on Facebook. On Facebook. But we... So uh, we've been over when we first met. Yes. Uh, and, and, and the steps of Carousel, when uh, you were going to a movie, when I was coming from a movie, yes. and I was like, who the hell is that guy? And someone's like, oh, it's Joey Panic's brother. And Aubrey's like, oh, that's Casey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've yeah. known him since he was a teenager. We were at summer theater camp, and we were playing hide and seek, and I got <laughs> into my parents' car, got into the back. It, this was pre the, the release. I like to sure. think that I'm the reason that it was put in. <laughs> My father sent a strongly worded letter to the Chrysler company. Dear Chrysler, my son is a jackass. Oh, wait. (laughs) And the only thing I could reach, I had a copy of The Killing Joke sitting up in the back part of the, the like that back ledge. I don't know what that's called in a car. Yeah. Where the speakers are uh, behind the, the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah sure. The shelf, yeah. And I could reach that and I waved it and Colin happened to see it. Wait, wait oh, like you start, you could get your hand between I the seat? I get my hand between the seat and grab it and shook it. I could hear everyone screaming for me because I was, 
I was stuck in there for, I don't know, six hours. No, it was, <laughs> it was a long time. It was a hot day. Oh, I got to eat a lot of ice cream. I, how old were you? 11, oh, 10 or 11, something like that. It was, it was I, some scary shit, man. I get a little bit claustrophobic. I mm-hmm. would have lost my shit. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> I did you, lose you, my shit. I remember screaming. <laughs> so yeah, that, so that's that's something that I remembered watching this movie. I was like, I, I almost kill, died. The book that literally saved your life, literally, not not figuratively, L- literally. I'm using that term correctly. Yeah. Oh wow. So I've just gotten back off. I've been the road warrior. Oh my god, you've bit. been. I mean, it's just a longer stretch that you've been home since you left. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know how Aubrey didn't kill me when I was like, "Hey, honey, I'm going to be in Hartford for three days." Then I'm going to be come home Wednesday night, and then Thursday morning I'm flying out to Florida to go visit my brother and Chuck for a week and a half, and then I'll see you later. <laughs> I was on the trip going, "Is she going to kill me?" Like yeah. I, I'm like I'm like oh, she's she was nice it. to me. Yeah, she's plotting. So uh, just so spent a few days with my brother Joey, mm-hmm. then spent a few days with Chuck, yeah. uh, who's retired. Uh, his wife Melissa still works, mm-hmm. uh, but she took a job at uh, her company's Jacksonville location. And they have a beautiful house on this little island called Amelia Island, which is almost like it's this little island village community separate from Jacksonville. Absolutely amazing. That's so cool. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, uh, Chuck living his best life. Oh, sure. So many people talk about big plans when they retire. Uh They actually did it. Their place is amazing. That's Uh, so great. Yeah. So you and I... Got to get down there. Yeah. We got to do an episode on location, and Chuck's sure. ready for us basically whenever we're ready to come down. Yeah, I'm sure he is. What's so, this? with that, wait, what the fuck is happening here? Well, so listen, you. So, we got something. So, I've got one for me. Oh, my God. You've got one for you. And Chuck is uh, likely drinking this place's uh, liquor while we're talking. So, Chuck took me to an amazing distillery right in um, Fernandina Beach called Marlin and Barrel. So we that had is beautiful. We had some amazing samples wow. there, and uh, Chuck stocked up on their rum. Oh my god, it was it was lethal. Yeah. yeah. So Marlin and Barrel in uh, Fernandina Beach on Amelia Island was amazing. Now TSPHC Army, I want to point out that you, though Swamp Thing came out for Todd's birthday, right. it is days away from your actual birthday. Yeah. So we, yeah. It was uh, Sunday. Was my birthday. Sunday. Yeah. And I. Like a jackass, forgot your but, present. Yeah, I don't need a present, but thank you. And I, then, then you give I me give, a present. Yes. Oh, oh, uh, I should probably. Say, so, uh, well, so technically, it's Chuck. Beautiful, uh, beautiful coasters. Oh yeah, we will. We will t- take a picture of this. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we'll do like we did with the uh, challenge coin that Chuck gave all of us. We'll put that and be like, "What does it have to do with the episode? Got to listen." There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Chuck living his best life. Thanks, in Charles. Florida. Yeah. All right. So. Since we are. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? So, uh, I ran out today. Go get the beer. I'll go get the beer. You always want to start before you have the beer in your hand. You're just so excited to drink beer. Yes. You rarely get to do it. I rarely get to do it. So, uh, <laughs> as per our norm, I stopped over Branching Out Bottle Shop in mm-hmm. Township 5 in Camille's here. Greatest beer selection in all of Central New York, in my opinion. Uh, I walked in. Barley had a prime spot because, you know, it's so sunny today. Prime spot just inside the door, like right in the patch of sunlight. Barley star of their commercial. Yeah, yes, TV oh, star Barley, God. right? Adorable. Oh, God. Now, I walk in there thinking, I've gone in there before for some movies going, ooh, you know, we're going mm-hmm. to need to get creative on this one. I, 
walked in there today, maybe a little bit cocksure, a little bit overconfident. There's got to be something. So I'm like, Batman, Batgirl, Joker, gun, paralysis, joke, comedian, like dual Chemicals. dark twins. Yeah. Like I'm like, there's a million things. Like, ah, it's like ah, I'll figure out when we get there. Uh-huh. We had a surprisingly difficult time. Oh, no. So Carissa has this amazing database of all the beers they've ever had there. Nice. So usually we go and we'll start giving her like keywords or themes and she'll start like searching to see if any words match. Not only do they not have in the store, they have never had in the store a beer with the word joke in the title. I would have thought for sure. Like, that's a, like an untapped beer name market. The, untapped? Bad uh, joke. Oh, bad dead joke. But so in any event, um, not going to lie. They had a little bit of a challenge. But oh, boy. I, but um, if we exclude Batman, hmm. um, I would suggest that there's two, I- I- at least in this animated version, uh-huh. there's two central figures in this story. So certainly one is the t- the uh, the cover Semi-titular art. Semi-titular character. Actually, the two characters in the cover, right? Because uh, isn't the one... No. Oh, that's she's it. Was that an alternate? One. You're thinking of the thing where he's putting the smile. What's the one where she looks terrified? Like there yeah, was a that lot they of pulled. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought that was Killing Joke. No, that was a Batgirl comic when oh. she when she became Batgirl. Again. Batgirl number one, maybe. No, it was it was farther into the story. Okay, but he's wearing the Killing Joke, the Hawaiian, Got which it. never is explained. Like, yeah, ever. Uh, so, I would let me. Uh, I'm not gonna make you get. This is ridiculous. So couple of key figures in this story are Joker, obviously, yeah. and Barbara Gordon. Now, we f- see her at the beginning of the, s- of the story as Batgirl. Sure. But we see her at the end of the story as her next iteration. Oracle. So our beer today is Lone Pine Brewing Company out of Portland, Maine. Mm. Their OJ oh, double IPA. Oh, yes. Oracle Joker. Oracle. Nicely done. Uh, so I saw that. I was like, okay, that, I can make that one work. Now, Lone Pine Brewing Company was founded in 2016. They are a Gorham and Portland, Maine-based brewery. They focus on American ales and small-batch specialty beers that feature unique local ingredients. Uh, This is their double IPA. It's at 8.1% alcohol by volume. These are the big 16-ounce cans, so we're probably having one each of these. Holy smokes. This is orange-tastic. Yeah. The OJ is their double IPA. It is a carefully selected arrangement of late edition hops, which produce a pure citrus punch, 0% fruit, fresh, never frozen, not from concentrate. Just cracking it like this orange smell is right there. Yes. Oh, so this here. It's going to be good. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. Huh. Now, it takes a second, but it's not as citrusy as I thought it was going to be based on the smell of it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's It's got a great aroma mm-hmm. um, it's got the look of a new england ipa that kind of hazy look sure uh but it's a double ipa and mm-hmm. it, when you sip it you're like okay i'm staying home tonight beer <laughs> well unfortunately one not for you <laughs> that's right one of us has to drive that's home right. uh but yeah that's a good one so once again as always um you know if you're on the lookout for something interesting go check out branching out bottle shop in township five in canillas yeah do we want to do your production stuff or do we want to talk about how alan moore actually hates this story uh, I got a couple production things. We can do them quick. Okay, go ahead. Set aside the comic. I'm assuming you'll you'll tell us about the comic. Mm-hmm. This animated feature was written by Brian Azzarello. Now, he's a comic book writer, mainly wrote for DC, had some Marvel credits, had some independent stuff. He was a screenwriter for one story in an animated anthology, Batman Gotham Knight. 
Yeah. So there was a series of ones. He he wrote one story in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is directed by Sam Liu. He's got a lot of art department credits. And a lot of DC animation directing. Yeah, a shit ton of uh-huh. that. Um, now, we've already seen his work. We did a summer bonus episode with two of our five timers. Your brother, Colin. <laughs> we did. Our buddy, Chuck. Uh, he directed Planet Hulk. Now, this just barely squeaks into eligibility for the podcast. This had a limited two-day theatrical release. It's also why Batman and Harley Quinn ends up in the helmet, too. It had a two-day release. Got a theatrical, we got to do it. We got to do it. That's our rule. Well, this one, not so much, but the way that Batman and Harley Quinn is animated and they get Kevin Conroy, they get Lauren Lester, who was Nightwing, Mm -hmm. and they get... It's not Arlene Sorkin. It's the... Uh, blonde from Big Bang Theory. Oh, not Kelly. Kelly. Cole, not her. She's now Harley Quinn on the Harley Quinn show. Is she the really? other one? The smart one. <laughs> How fucking dare you? The I, right. I didn't disagree. Okay, I'm just right, saying. Okay. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's animated very much like Batman the animated series. Sure. Sure. Now the the numbers get a little bit skewed here because again it's only a two day theatrical release and right. I'm assuming that the the, I'm assuming these are really box office totals. This, I'm assuming we won't. It would be hard to parse out what did they make in home box home, office, home yeah. box, you know, yeah, no, no, home no. sales, rentals, streaming, no. all that stuff. But the budget for this animated uh, feature was three point five million dollars. The box office total was four point four million. So for two days, that's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I also think I think it was also a, t- a limited. Theatrical. It was like two days. It was literally two days. Uh, I also don't necessarily know that it was available across the country in every. It's hard like, to widely. judge because because we have two. We only have two competing movie houses here. They'll get them both. Sure. So Killing Joke was at Movie Tavern and at Regal. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And Syracuse is certainly not a big market, so maybe it was. Maybe it was a nationwide release, but only for two days. I'm sure. Or you know what? Someone in the TSPAC army. Go ahead and if you don't know, if someone wants to do the research, give us a little audio clip on it. We'll put it in a yeah, future absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Uh, so that's what I had for production. So Alan Moore, yeah. <laughs> how grand many, wizard that he is. How many Alan Moore movies have we done? I mean, like it's true. Alan Moore only I mean, ba- Watchmen. Well, I mean, based on Alan Moore, only Watchmen. Because Swamp Thing is in sure. his original property. Right. But I mean, like, League of Extraordinary oh, Gentlemen. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Right. And you should, too. <laughs> oh, how dare you? <laughs> we've talked many times about Alan Moore, and I think we've talked about his view of, of adaptations, everything. which he doesn't Well, like. not only adaptations. To quote him, he says, I mean, Brian Boland did a wonderful job with the art. He's the original artist. And yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. But I don't think it's a very good book. It's not saying anything very interesting, Alan Moore. And I agree. Like, what do we learn in this story? What is the purpose of this story? And so this is where I have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So wh- where this sits in, in Batman lore, is this a late Was 70s no, book? No, no. 80s. 80s? Maybe uh, even like 88. Okay. So this is 88. Oh, good. Nice. 88. Okay. Thank so you. 1988. So I don't know if it establishes, but certainly... It either establishes or reinforces a couple of key elements as it relates to Batman and the Joker's relationship. Mm-hmm. One is this idea, the uh, this kind of like mirror images, like the you know the identical. Oh, reversed. you mean like when they're in a funhouse full of mirrors? It, exactly right. Like, but this <laughs> idea that they're maybe more alike than they are dissimilar. So certainly in this in this film, sure. one bad day, 
right? Is all that separates the two of them. It's right in the in the graphic right novel from the too. Story. The graphic novel is interesting because it was originally non-canonical. It was really? its own story. Interesting. And then it was proved so popular that they put it in, but it muddied the water canonically because Jason had died by this point and that wasn't the thing to push him over the and it's come up in in future where it's made more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, did you ever read Batman Cacophony, Kevin Smith's Batman story? No, I, y- you've told me about Super it. Super good. And yeah. at one point, the villain of it teams up with the uh, Joker uh, named Onomatopoeia, who repeats sounds that yep. he hears uh, in sometimes disturbing ways. Like he kills a prostitute at one point and stabs a knife in, and the sound on the knife is squish, and he goes, squish. <laughs> like, right. it's very, it's yeah, very yeah. the dark side of Kevin Smith. Sure, sure. But... At one point, they Joker and Onomatopoeia are about to kill Batman, or so the Joker thinks, and Onomatopoeia takes his knife and plunges it into the Joker's chest. And Jim Gordon shows up, and he's like, look, I'm not telling you to kill him. I'm telling you to not get to the hospital on time. Gordon but, tells that to Batman. Yeah, and pretty much he brings up this. He brings up Jason. Is that where Batman begins? Is that where the whole, I don't have to, I, don't, so, I, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you? It could be. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, I know another thing that they they took from Kevin is the whole bat symbol now being the guns. Yeah, yeah. Batman or uh, for Batman. Robert Pattinson. Kevin Smith did in one of his comics, maybe in the sequel to uh, Cacophony. Oh, really? Did. Yeah. So yeah, this wasn't canon, but and now, but now it is. So let me ask you: this idea that Batman and the Joker are more alike than they are dissimilar mm. that they you know yeah. this kind of mirror image was that already kind of part of the Batman mythos. Or does is, does this represent a new t- new? It, it take represents on that? A, a kind of a new take. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's why Barbara. I mean, again, wasn't supposed to be canon, but it works when ban- when Barbara's like he's taking it to the limit. Got it. You know, sure, he's sure. taking it to a new level. Okay, so that's so I do think that's an important element. The mm-hmm. other thing that I that I and maybe this. I mean, you actually don't think of Batman in these terms, but I love it. I'm going to skip ahead. And again, if you haven't watched this movie. I would Pause. Not- watch it. It's on HBO Go. Yep. It's an hour and 16 minutes. We'll see you then. Come back. This one I think is worth watching. Um, mm-hmm. But I try to remember if I ever remember hearing Batman really. I mean, there's an, I think, a wonderful scene where he's really almost like pleading with the Joker. Like, In let's the beginning? stop this. Yeah. Like, he, uh, no, at the end. At the end. Oh, when when he after he, he, pleads be, to after him, he beats when he pleads him. to the real Joker, yeah, sure, when sure, he pleads sure. to the real Joker. Um, but he's like, yeah, and he even he offers his hand. He's like, if this continues, we're one of us will kill the other one. So Kevin did it also in Cacophony. Uh, that when he saves the Joker, obviously Batman right. saves the Joker, right? And since he is in uh, the hospital, they've pumped him full of antipsychotics. He's lucid. He's where he should be as a functioning member of society. Yep. Batman sneaks in there and is like, look, this is the most sane and lucid you will ever be for me. I really need to know, do you actually want to kill me? And Joker just takes a minute and says, yes, I do. And he goes, you don't understand. I'm not crazy because I want to kill you. I want to kill you because I'm crazy because of you. You created this. You know, he goes through this whole thing and he goes, and once you're dead, lock me up, throw away the key. I'll never escape again. And then in true Kevin Smith fashion at the end, because he goes in as as a security guard and puts on the bat costume. Yeah. He goes at the end, by the way, when you're changing, I saw your penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Because this is beautiful monologue. And then Kevin's got to put his little dick joke in there. So Cacophony comes out in November 2008. So clearly 
you know, much, much mm-hmm. later than any of these. Um, 30 years later. 88 to 2000. Uh, 20 yeah, years. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Folks, but, yeah. I'm bad at math. But I'm trying to think, again, this idea of like Batman almost empathy or almost clarity. Like, look, this is, we got to go on a different path. That doesn't happen much. You don't think of Batman and in that, those terms. And that's where, depending on how you look at it, it is the fault for it now being canon because he's killed Jason at this point. And the rage of Jason's death carries on until Hush. Yep. Where Joker kills Tommy, right. Batman's best friend growing up, and he like just starts beating the shit out of him to the point where the Joker starts saying stop. And you're like, oh, God, no, Batman, you should stop. And then finally he goes to like almost give the killing blow. Yeah. And Joker goes, stop if you've heard this one. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> you're fucking yeah. whack job. So, uh, yeah. All right. So we're not we're not going to talk about Batman. We're not going to talk about Joker. If you go to a comic book store and you're like, here's some essential Batman stories, you grab this, this it, one, this right? This is one of them. Now sure. you grab it. Yeah. Sure. Um. I, I want to talk about Batgirl because she has okay. an interesting history in the fact that she is not a comic original. Much like Harley Quinn created but, by... And Renee Montoya. Um, the Rosie Perez's character in Birds oh. of Prey. Oh, I didn't realize Both that. Both for animated series. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, Montoya was uh, Bullock's semi-partner. Got it. She was okay. a beat cop. And she is now the question. Oh, the, right. The DC version. DC of ver- right, got it. But um, Batgirl was created for Batman 66. To sure. Boost the ratings. And let me tell you, every time her little bat cycle went by, I went, ooh, <laughs> Batgirl's uh, in this episode. Y- yes. Was it any part of in particular of you that went, ooh? No, that was when uh, Eartha Kitt was in there. Uh, for me, it was Wonder Woman. But okay, please continue. Oh, well, Linda Carter, sure. Yeah, but she wasn't ever on Batman 66. No, no, no. It was 11 years in between those two shows. I love that you, I love right off the top of your head, you know, of course you did. Maybe 75? Uh, no, no, even later. Oh, oh, first episode date, 75. Holy shit. 75 okay, to 70. 79. So it was it, nine years difference. I was seeing it in uh, in its original run, but it it was I guess I didn't see it from the start. Okay. Show inspired feelings in me that were unfamiliar and new, like a like a spring awakening. Okay, all right. I'm so, anyways, comfortable. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what else you want to for this movie comes? Out, I don't think we said this. This is a 2016 yeah. release. Mm-hmm. Okay. This movie has uh, a continuation actor, Ray Wise. From Swamp Thing. Continuing in this episode. I mean, we can't pull anything else that would have him in it. RoboCop's not in the helmet. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, he's so good. He, he, You know, I'm going to say- The it, voice talent in this. I mean- It's going to be hard to say most valuable performer. Yes. Agreed. Even like the carny owner yeah. is giving a performance that you go, good for you, buddy. Things that you don't like about this will not be performance-based. Nope. Yeah. No. Yep. IMDb score? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 6.4 out of 10. Sure. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to cover? No, let's rip the Band-Aid. All right. All right. So this starts off. Very, I think, of note. A very meta. I realize this is probably not how you thought the story would start. It's the wonderful Tara Strong. Oh, she's Getting amazing. to use her real voice for once, because, like, She's Raven in Teen Titans. Sure. I can make you human again, because, you know, magic. She's Timmy Turner. I wish Cosmo and Wanda were here. And she, right. she's, um, uh, My Little Pony. Yeah, it? she's Princess Twilight Sparkle. Dear Princess Celestia. This is just Tara doing 
amazing work. She is a smoke show as well. Oh, well, yes, she is. <laughs> Holy cow. Have you seen her cosplay as Harley Quinn? I, yes, I have. Yeah, so I did not expect that. And I was like, oh, I feel like this is important. And actually, I would say up to a good first third of the movie, I'm like, boy, this is really Batgirl's story. You know, we didn't talk about fridging the character. Sure. A term for Hal Jordan's girlfriend. Um, sure. Blah, blah. Yeah. I don't remember her name. Not important because they used her simply to make Hal go after the villain. They do right. the exact same thing in this movie. Deadpool 2 criticized. Deadpool, but Deadpool makes fun of it in the title saying, did they really just fridge Vanessa? That's right. And the only reason they did it is because uh, What's-Her-Face was pregnant. I think they had to write around her pregnancy. Really? Marina McCarran was pregnant. Was she? Yeah. Well, yes, she was pregnant. She... Um, the dude who plays Jim Gordon on see- Gotham. Oh, that's right. You've talked about that. But yeah. uh, move it along, guys. This whole story is based off. I read uh, Batgirl Special Twenty Eight. Okay, which is called the Last Batgirl's Last Days or something. Sure. I tried to find a copy of it. It is impossible to find. Yep. Um, but I, I saw a little bit about it. It's the same idea where like she and Batman butt heads. They do not have sex. Um, yeah, let's talk about that when we get there. Holy mm, cow. So this starts, and it's pretty much Barbara saying, like, hey, I've been doing this for three years up on the roof with Batman. Yep. And uh, they're kind of like, how do they How do they find out about the, the car chase? How do they find about the... How do they get there? That's um, the only part well, I think I, I got the sense that she was on patrol. They were both on patrol? Yeah, I think and so. And so we're then in a uh, car chase with yep. Batman in... Uh, the new Batman Adventures Batmobile, Got it. which is from the when they switched from Batman the animated series, yep. brought younger Robin in and had Batgirl in more episodes and yep. changed the look of everybody. That's that less Batmobile. of that noir look, still a noir but more harder edges to everything. Oh, okay, all right. So this is an R-rated movie. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Why yeah. at freaking A? Why does he say friggin' A? Don't say friggin'. If you have to use the F word, go for the gold. I don't understand. And it happens later, too. Someone says freaking later, too. And I'm like, we're in an R-rated movie. Just say fuck. You know, at one, when the boat explodes, we see a hand oh fall into the water. So the put, hand. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wondered, like, when we did um, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, mm-hmm. it was originally intended as an episode and grew. Were the roots for this? No, no, this TV? was always. No, no. no right. This was always Because this was originally going to be released Watchmen time. Right. They started right. working on it then, shelved it, and then it was completely uh, going to not happen because Mark Hamill was retired from doing the Joker. After a, uh, Arkham Knight. One of the games, right? Yeah. Yeah, the last one that they did. And now he said, oh, well, this will be the last thing. And now he does the voice for the Justice League action, the little shorts they do. on, oh. com- And he's pretty much like, as long as Kevin does it. I'll do it. I'm fine with that. I, if it's Kevin, it's got to be Mark. Yeah, you know it cannot be any other so combination. I, I know everyone loves Han Solo, and I respect Han, mm-hmm. but I was always a Luke guy. Mm-hmm. I would have a tough time saying Luke Skywalker is Mark Hamill's greatest role. I think you could make a very strong argument for the Joker being Mark Hamill's greatest role. It's like one and one A. Yeah, he is really amazing. He's so good in this. I, it, we'll get to him. Yeah, we, okay, we, okay. We got 23 minutes. We got 23 minutes, all right. So chase happens. There's a movie trope. At the end of this chase, they flip the uh, the 18-wheeler. Batgirl's there with, uh, who we'll find out his name. Paris Franz. <laughs> You're kidding. He doesn't hear the Batmobile coming up and smacking him. Like right. they're standing there talking, all of a sudden, like at the last second, you're... And it hits him like, I'm sorry, is this a hybrid car? Was it in electric mode and they just turned it into motor mode to yeah. smash the guy? 
Such a bad movie trope. Parrish gets away. Yep. Gets out. He it, goes to his uncle's house. His um, uncle's the mob boss. Did you Sal, get a kind somebody. of a jigsaw vibe? Yeah, you know, going on here. It, not so much jigsaw as much as every comic book mob. There's like, always they're a, always not nosed nephew, and it's yeah, like mm-hmm. the dynamics there. They're pretty much like you know cardboard cutouts. Sure. There's not a whole lot of depth there. So I think it's more like they're all they're all right in that same space. You know. Yeah, they have a little conversation. The uncle's pissed that the nephew went on the job on his own. Yep. Again, Again, true. Bottom line, you're going to give me my money back, nephew, every cent. Otherwise, you're going to become a very distant relative very soon. Capiche? That's going to come back to haunt him? Yeah, sure will. We are at the Gotham Library. Listen, everyone who's talking about how Marvel's going to introduce a gay character into their animated world, <laughs> yeah, DC did it. Already did it. <laughs> Five years ago. Yeah. Because Reese is... He's single. Token gay. He's one step below the gay best friend from Gay Moment. But, he, but it's that clear. character was gay? He was gay. Who knew? I mean, Liberace. Who knew? We didn't see that <laughs> one coming. Now, I missed the earlier reference, but clearly, even at that point, I see her in the library on the computer. I'm like, now I know the lore. I'm like, oh, well, I know that Batgirl... Was or, a librarian Barbara, in the but, comics. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I know that Barbara Gordon is going to end up paralyzed and will end up as Oracle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what great foreshadowing. And it was like, oh, yeah, oh, within the movie, we're going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which, right. So this scene is kind of about like, oh, Barbara, why aren't you dating? And she's like, it just so happens I'm involved with someone. Sort of. Kind of. That's serious, huh? My uneasiness started here. Are we talking about Batman? <gasps> okay. Well, you all, yes, no. now I know that. In Batman Beyond, it yep. is established that Batgirl and Batman had a relationship. Okay. So my next question is, what's the age difference? Barbara's probably 20 here. Young, 20, 21. Young 20s. Maybe 22 okay, at the and most. Okay, Bruce and is... 37. 38, he's a mature Batman. My, it's a little creepy. My notes say, I feel like I'm watching Arya Stark... Uh, doing it, and I'm not okay with that. So, what? What? what let, let's hold off. We'll on hold our, off on that, but you should know I'm not happy about this. Get in fucking line, brother. I, I've been unhappy about this for five years. Now, I did read that. What's his name? The director, uh, Sam Liu. Sam Liu intentionally made it uncomfortable. Yeah, this hey, is Sam. This is not an angle that's in the original source material. None of this happens in this, and I don't think it happens in Bat, the Bat Girl special. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's but in a choice. So in Batman Beyond, it is. You know what? I'm not going to go into it because it's in Return of the Joker. Oh, which, which is we'll that do, in the helmet? We should put it in. Uh, I don't think it had a theatrical release. Well, I remember when it came out. Got a birthday uh, choice coming up pretty soon, so might bend the rules. Bitch. It's a good movie. We get more Mark Hamill and uh, Kevin Conroy. But oh, yeah. And it's like an hour and a half. It's not the end of the All world. Right. I'm I, not making you watch like I don't know. Endgame if you didn't want to. Uh, I'm just saying lengthwise, <laughs> lengthwise. <laughs> I'm trying to speed through to, yeah. to get to the killing joke. Because okay, so, none of this is. So th- what this does establish really quickly is this. The, so the, the snot-nosed mob nephew, Paris Franz. super hots for Batgirl. Yeah, and I would say, you know, psychotic obsession level right mm-hmm. like leaves uh, her gifts and one of the it, gifts is her uncle dead yeah that's makes uncomfortable a video to her yeah and even batman recognizes like basically look you need to detach from this this guy has is too focused on you batgirl stops the crew 
uh, as they break into the into these vaults owned by Paris's uncle. Uh-huh. He's basically stealing from his uncle again. He's going to amass the wealth to make a move against his uncle. That girl stops them. But, she beats her way through the mobsters. But then Paris Cosby's. Oh uh, my god! It's that so, girl. So I will say this: setting aside what actually happens in terms of setting up the storytelling. Paris drugs Batgirl. Yeah, it's an aerosol oh, spray. Oh, it's an aerosol spray. That's right. So he. So it's not Spanish fly. So it's not 100% Cosby. That's right. It's one step away from the old, does it smell like chloroform? <laughs> um, so he sprays her, and as she starts getting like visibly woozy. Smells like cherries, huh? Gross, 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 gross. She, Did you catch the line where. I don't want to have to hurt you. Why should you be different from all the other girls? Is oh, this no, your I missed that. Kink? Oh, listen, it clearly. He's clearly a rapist. Yeah, he's like, clearly a rapist. But. Again, reminding you that this is a rated R movie. We don't have the plot armor of nothing too bad can happen. It's only PG. And actually on HBO, when you watch it, the content warning, the top item is rape. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, oh, own, you I, own it. I own it. Yeah. So I, I, I put it on HBO wow. uh, on demand. And uh, yeah, the first. So you see rated R. And then, and then you know it'll tell you what is driving oh, that rating. Rape. The first item is rape. It is mildly ambiguous in the comic i mean there's the bullock line says the stuff about it sure sure sure. but this it's yeah it's very clear what he does in in terms of storytelling the rape content aside uh from a storytelling perspective it's really well done because i got this visceral like uncomfortable reaction as she's like you know and we're seeing like from her perspective and it's getting like out of focus yeah like he she's gonna and he's like, you got about 10 seconds until you're out. She does a brilliant tactical decision. She Locks jumps into in the, the vault. vault. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but then, so the next scene is her up on the rooftop. Batman brings her, her a cup of coffee. Like, th- that's the most loving thing he does for her mm-hmm. in this whole thing. He is well mildly overbearing, well, this version of Bats. Well, so bringing the coffee. But again, his concern, you know, he basically wants her to sit this one out. But oh, that's coming from says, a place of concern. Off. Yeah. I mean, now he does it in typical Batman brusque fashion, right? Do what I say. Yeah. Exactly. But that's coming from this place of he's clear he clearly has feelings for her. You know, he mm-hmm. has affection for her. He's worried about her. So up until this point in this prologue, I'm good with everything that happens. The library scene next is where I start going, No, I don't like how I like the yoga. So find another class. There is no other class, Reese. This is it. And I'm good. He won't say it. But I'm the best damn student he ever had. So if he's going to start making decisions based on emotions, of which he has zero, then I think we've got a problem. Pissed she is in this moment. And they say the gay scene is complicated. What? Yeah. She loses her cool to the point where she it feels like she's about to be like, I don't know why fucking Batman doesn't listen to me. Nope. Even if she's only been doing it three years, she's obviously very smart. This is shitty writing in my hand. If you play that against what happens later after they do it, you know, it makes her this almost like... Shrew, shrill character. Well, yeah, but oh, this like um, needy... Yeah, I, I, don't I, like, I don't like this angle on Batgirl. And I have a, I have a way to fix that there is a romantic interaction. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, let, we'll get, okay, to we'll get there. Okay. I highlighted it in green to make sure I didn't miss it. Because again, <laughs> I've read the book, but this isn't in the book. So I don't know where we're going with this. In highlighted text, is she romantically interested in Batman? I was like, not okay with this. Not okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm okay with the romantic interest. I'm okay. With, I'm sorry. 
I'm okay with her having her cr- like a crush on her high school teacher. Crush I, on her high school teacher, or even like they've been in hairy situations. And yeah. as, as uh, no, no, but Sandra Bullock said at the end of Speed, I've heard relationships based on intense experiences never work. Right? I'm not like, okay with how she reacts here. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'm not, I, I maybe they wanted to let Tara have a moment of stretching her wings and being able to, sit, to have a little more dynamic to the character. Look, just I, it, it didn't it didn't jive for me. I, I don't know about you. I wasn't grown up at 21 or 22 or 23. Sure. So is she? Does she have the impetuousness of a early 20 year old? Right. Possibly. Uh, okay. But I just mm-hmm. okay. So, so let's get to the yacht. Yeah. Oh, it again. If <laughs> does not go well. So the escorts leaving. Mm-hmm. She hands Paris's, uh, you know, right hand man yeah. a pillowcase. Here's the mask your buddy wanted me to wear. <laughs> Sorry, we had to cut up the pillowcase. You know, I got real masks back at the house. Just saying. Oh, he made her put a fucking Batgirl mask on before he fucked her. Oh, well, and then like it, she had, well, uh, yeah, she had the red hair, and then he throws it in the water, and that's when you see that it, I'm like. Gross. This, yep. This at least she at least she left not being like, hey, tell Oh, he didn't kill her. Yeah. Or like be like, uh, tell him next time if he wants to rough me up, anything like that. Yeah. He seemed to for this time be gentle. Yeah. She has agency. She's made it she appears to have made a choice. Mm-hmm. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. My my note is mask bit gross. <laughs> so they're talking like, Hey, how come we're hanging out in the harbor? Well, I thought you wanted the nice air, and suddenly surprise headshot. Yes. So it just goes down. It's like Holy shit. So I think for me, this is the moment where I'm like, oh, that's right. It's rated R. The implications were uncomfortable, but this is like concrete in your face. Yeah. Until this point, it, it, we're, we, we've been sitting in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a hot, you know, maybe a, you know, towards the edge of PG-13 with some of the implications. But mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah. Headshot and then drive oh. by boating. <laughs> I guess. Question mark is a 100%. thing. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Paris's uncle clearly is uh figured out what he's up to, and he's unhappy about it. And, of course, Paris has a bomb on the boat. Of course he does. Uh, another movie trope. We're on our third one in less than 20 minutes. The henchman sees the bomb and just stands there. He has five seconds. <laughs> he might have made it out. Yeah, not making it out. The only time... You want to die tired? Is that, the, is, you want to run? The you only run? time yeah. that that trope has worked ever is speed. When Harry sees the bomb... When he says, be, oh, shit. He doesn't say anything. He, he just stares at it but he because he's got the busted up leg because he got shot. Right, right, right. So if you think about it, Jack killed Harry. Whoa. How fucking dare you? If Jack hadn't shot Harry... Mr. John Wick would have words. He might have been able to make it out. If Harry hadn't been so cocksure... Easy, guys. I'm really leaning into the word cocksure this episode. I don't know Press. why. Yeah. Bat, Batcock? Yeah. Yeah, so Paris and Bodyguard make it out via scuba tanks. He's not done yet. No, he's not. He sends another message to uh, Batgirl saying, meet me where we first met. Batman and Batgirl have a little scene like, hey, Batman, you're the world's greatest detective. If you're going to ditch your partner, make sure she doesn't have alternate transportation (laughs) 10 feet away, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as she, so she gets on the bat bike, she's going to the warehouse too, because that's where Batman thinks this all went assume. down. But then as she's driving by a semi, yep. she remembers that's the first place she goes to find the semi wreckage, finds the recording. Yep. Yeah. So she finds the, the truck and, mm-hmm. and on, the, on the front seat is a phone. Yeah. Picks it up, turns it on. Bam. There's a video message. Actually, hey. it's a call because he's interacting with her. Right. 
And uh, yeah, and it's Paris. And again, if there was any doubt, he is obsessed with her, and it's and it's clearly not in a healthy way. And this well, is where, he's where, obsessed. So yeah. I don't know how there's a healthy. So she obviously is very smart because she figured that out on the fly, driving on a motorcycle. Why suddenly is she written like an idiot? She knows it's a trap. It's she has to know it's a trap. Do you, do you think that is because Batman has been so insistent that this is you know she's out of her depth. This is over her head. She needs to pull out. Do you think that is like? I know it's a trap, but that's okay. He, Batman thinks of me as a little girl. I'm, I know what I'm doing. I, so she's I'm trying. Smart. She's not so much trying to show Paris. She's trying. To oh, show she's Batman. trying to show Batman. Okay, that's oh, it, fair. That's it, fair. It's clear because every time she goes back to Barbara in the library, she's uh, not thinking about Paris. She's thinking about Batman. See. So her motivation is Batman, not Paris. So it's interesting in the animated series where they had a relationship. They knew. Wait, wait, wait. What? They had a relationship in the animated series? Batman Beyond is a continuation of that same animated series that Batman Mask of the Phantasm comes from. Okay, okay. It's uh, Kevin Conroy. Okay, but I'm sorry, but during the run of the animated series, we never it, see that. It's uh, only You only learn about it retrospectively from Batman Beyond. I'm trying to remember. Okay, uh, here's my problem. Men a minute. <laughs> here's my problem. Yeah. And and I think we've talked before about you know female superheroes, right? Jean Grey's Marvel Girl. Sue Storm, Sue Richards is mm-hmm. Invisible Girl before she becomes Invisible Woman. This is Bat Girl. In my mind, to be fair, the only reason she is Bat Girl is that there was already a Bat Woman in the comics. It, okay, now, Bat Woman carried a purse, which was oh, oh boy. So but it was also like the fifties. The problem. So when if you t- if you say Bat Girl in this context, I think of her on equal footing with Robin. And she it, had a relationship with Robin. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was the animated series comics or was that terrible comic series that they've had going with um, Injustice, the uh, oh the video, the video game. games, and which one is a great two, video game. <laughs> one of the two of them, she comes to Bruce in the Batcave and is like, "I'm pregnant," and he and then says, she comes and then she says, Bruce, "Well," yeah. and Bruce says, "Congratulations," and she says, "I'm six weeks pregnant. Dick's been back for four. <gasps> Yikes! And, and he just kind of turns and looks at her, and it's like. Oh, they did it. <laughs> the the bat morning after pill? Come I didn't on. know that was Come it. on, Batman. Oh. Use protection. Bat con he's listen, he's got everything in that in that belt. Yeah, he he's totally a- got bat condoms. Come on, that's bullshit. No time for bat condoms. Uh-huh. I really like yeah. after this after all this goes down, Batman and Batgirl have a moment together. I really like eighteen minutes, his abyss monologue. You let your ego cloud your judgment. You should have listened to me. I thought we were partners. We are, but we're not equals. Not even close. You sanctimonious, self-righteous... You're not in it like I am, Barbara. It's still a game for you. It's still a thrill. You haven't been taken to the edge yet. The edge of what? The abyss. The place where you don't care anymore. Where all hope dies. He's really going to a dark place to where, like, if I was Batgirl and had a crush on him, it would go one of two ways. You would be like, ooh, dark and brooding, hello. Or you'd be like... I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a very Nietzsche line, right? Or niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, niche uh, how do you say it? Are you name? talking about the... The German philosopher. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. <laughs> niche uh, is very... Well, yeah, but I feel like, yes. No, Nietzsche is his name. Okay. Clearly, like Staring his take... Staring into the abyss. Sure. Sometimes the abyss stares back, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to set up this, the later elements of Batman's interaction with the Joker. But again... I would say this whole time, this is Batgirl's story. This is right, it's, and, and it's an it makes for an odd shift when all of a sudden it's the Joker's story. Uh, doesn't is it the Joker? We get more back. Well, oh, you you know what? Yeah, so we yeah. got all the flashbacks. So there's th- yeah. So 
in turns, it's Batgirls, Jokers, Batmans, and then some repetition back and forth between Batman and mm-hmm. and uh, Joker. If before he was like, I don't really want you on this, he full-on father figures, I'm putting my foot down in this scene. We're done here. You're off the case. And Batgirl puts her pants down. Okay. Now watching this, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to rewind the scene because I was like, you what pervert. the Because f- I was like, what the fuck happened? So here, I'm going to read you my notes that I'm typing because there's a little bit of stream of consciousness. All right, go for it. Uh, rooftop, Batman scolds her. She fights him and beats him. She kisses him and question mark, question mark, question mark. He blacks out. She starts to strip. Holy shit, she raped him? Rewatch the scene. It's consensual. Dear God, which is worse? I don't know. Uh, no, it, it's worse than consensual because this Batman he, is shut off emotion wise. Oh. If it had been a kiss, and in that kiss she had lost like the grip he, she had on her, and he had pushed her off, and then just in silence walked away, and that's what created the riff. That would, I would have been totally fine. That's a much better, and it a, would have been yeah. uncomfortable. It would have been. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. I hate this scene. Uncomfortable that them having consensual sex when Batman slant slides his hands down her, her ass, down yeah. her hips to her ass. That's when I was like, oh my god. And then I'm thinking, like, wait, Poison Ivy can, has the whole venom thing on her lips. I'm like, did she have some drug? I'm like, and that's when I wait. And that's the I, I have to rewatch the scene. This and is I, not animated series Batman, where this oh. this may have, and obviously based on Batman Beyond, did happen. That Bruce had more humanity left in him. This Bruce feels very cut off, and that's why he feels such a kindred connection to this Joker. They are both cut off, but are facing their cutoffs in completely different ways. So I think of, so now that we're here, I think it's even worse because of Batman's relationship with Jim Gordon. Arguably, after, after Alfred, the most stable relationship he has. Sure. Right? So... Now, forget about Gary Oldman. Like, in this, based on what we see for Gordon, I think it's fair to say he's at least 50. Easily. Okay? Um, If we say that, let's say he was 25 when he fathered Barbara. So Barbara's 25. Yeah, let's round her up to 25 to make it less creepy. Okay. I think, you know, uh, I was thinking like 10 years between Batman and Gordon, but maybe 15's better. Maybe Gordon's 15 years older than Batman. So if Gordon's 50, Batman's 35. They always put Batman somewhere in between 35 and 40. Okay. 33 and 40, excuse so let, me. But that's a good round number, right? So Gordon's yeah. 15 years older than Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon's 50, Batman's 35, Barbara 25. So Batman's 10 years older. I, I guess it becomes... certainly in Hollywood, that's a normal relationship. (laughs) Uh, I guess it becomes marginally better, but I think the... uh, And again, I don't have nearly the the history with these characters that you do, but it just felt like she is your young female Robin. She feels like the young Robin, and if Batman fucked Robin, I'd I'd be uncomfortable with that. Oh, apparently you haven't looked at some of the comics from the 50s and 60s. Of course. They shower together a couple times, and you're just like... Uh, uh, what? I know they've got bat poles, but hello. I, so, so if we go back to um, Sam Liu's decision to to put this Batgirl angle in. Sure. I think I think that what you just described. If it had been a it, kiss, not fucking a, a kiss, and Batman pushes her away and like and just walks away, and that's why he goes to her. Like emotions aren't part of this, young lady. That it, we we are partners. That's right. Like I, 
I have walls. Like it, it also then it, does. <laughs> it also then in my mind almost kind of like ruins his relationship with Catwoman. Like I always thought of his relationship with Catwoman as unique because this is the person that he He's lets let in. in. Yeah, right, one hundred percent. He fucks Batgirl. Then it's just like just you know like any port in a storm. You know, it's well, a warm it, hole. Well, it's, that- it's better than his relationship with Talia. Uh, yeah, I get because uh, that's uh, that's more rape. She she, she drugged she drugged him, and so, that's how Damien came to be. So he's a victim. Th- different. Well, it's that, totally different. It's still super uncomfortable and gross. Right, but and Batman rightfully but freaks the fuck out on Batman her. fucking his young female met. You know what? If this happens, then Batman, Batman, then she's calling him out with hashtag Me Too sure. uh, on her Twitter because, and rightfully so. The decision to she's have also them, giving away uh, two secret identities. Well, listen, listen. Well, no, oh no, she has a Barbara Gordon Twitter account and a Batgirl Twitter account now. Oracle, so she got three. Well, no, she's Batgirl again. There's no Oracle. Oh, there's no Oracle. Yeah, she, New Fifty Two fixed it. Okay, she she is Batgirl. No longer paralyzed. Never no. happened. Uh, or okay. that's, uh, that's okay. a great question for someone who reads uh, comics. So, but again. I, I know I'm kind of circling on this one, but this... No, this is important because this is the thing that takes it from, yeah, they gave her a prologue. This, how she acts in the library scene, and her call to Batman are the three things that make me go, you made the character worse in this. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Her call to... And, and especially if instead of it being... It was just sex, for God's sake. If it was... Listen, it was just one kiss. Great. Uh, yes. Fluffing that off. She's fluffing it off like some sort of... uh uh, some sort of like trope woman who is with the bad boy and oh the bad boy is being mean to me so I'll just be like whatever it's fine it, it pissed me off it's it's the worst example or stereotype of like you know a, a woman trading sex for love mm-hmm. right and a man trading love for sex you know mm-hmm. but it's the worst I mean it it takes her from a kick-ass superhero to this kind of like needy 100% needy, needy weak character and i don't like that that that, i think that's what it is yep it feels like it takes away her agency sorry pure coincidence the same feeling i had watching aria getting it on is the feeling i had when i watched batgirl get it on twice because i had to rewind the scene only because i didn't understand what was happening sure no purely for research nobody wants to (laughs) nobody wants to see yeah we've talked about the male gaze sure we only see barbara take her shirt off we should have seen bruce too give something for the weird not weird excuse me for the population that finds animation to be sexy. Sure. Well, all we saw were some breasts uh, uh, no, in a bra. No, we see a bra. In a yeah, bra, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah she's not going to fight crime unsupported. Come on. She should have had a sport bra on. That looked a little lacy to me. <laughs> it did. She, I mean, she, I'm not saying she can't be feminine minute, and fight I, crime. Yeah. But I mean, I don't feel like that was We are tiptoeing around so much right now. It's a great one. No, 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 no. It was fine. No, 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 no. All right. So we're in the library. Reese has figured out. So you and yoga guy? Yeah, a few nights ago. She, he's like, oh, it wasn't good? She's like, no, it was fantastic. Like fireworks. How amazing could it be? You guys have been fighting crime all, all night. You just fought and you're covered head to toe in protective gear. You guys have to stink protective to gear. high heaven. Oh, you must smell like feet wrapped in leathery bacon. So, so she storms out. She... Throws the guy into the bushes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The dick boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, look, look, how he's saying it ain't great. Oh, it's more... Uh, he's he's hit her. He's hit that, sure, that sure, boyfriend sure, sure. has hit her before. But, but the intention that he's trying to give is very much what 
what I wanted Batman to do. Like, whoa, look, you're you're coming too close. We are partners. Well, we are nothing else. I, listen, I, I didn't. Batman wanna, can't say that if he fucked her. Yeah, he can say that if, if it was kissed. a kiss. Yeah, yes. I'm, I guess I'm just really yeah. wanting them not to have fucked. Me too. I have. I had no problem if it had been a kiss. And listen, I have no problem with sex in my superhero movies. Sure. But not this particular sex with these two people. That's not. And okay. it also makes the reason he goes after the Joker after she's paralyzed different. It's revengeful, quote unquote, boyfriend. It's not you took a member of my family. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, the, the, I don't think that the story gets better when you introduce that romantic element mm-hmm. between the two. It, of it them. hurts. But, it, it hurts the physical killing joke story yeah, yeah. so much. So Batgirl gets even clingier in this uh, scene. This and, call, when she calls Batman, it is uncomfortable. Did you think he was going to let it go to voicemail? Because I did. I really thought for a second. He's like, <sighs> I was like, you better pick up that fucking phone. Hey. Hi. Nothing on cable tonight, so I thought I'd get out and get some exercise. Tell me, how's Paris these days? He's on the move. We got a tip he might be hiding out at the docks. That's where I am right now. That wouldn't be an invitation, would it? No. I was just kidding. But I'm not that far away. No. What about after you get him? What then? Are we back in business? And then she gets really desperate. Oh, come on. We'll talk later. It was just sex, for God's sake. It doesn't have to mean anything. It's not like we have to care. I don't care. You don't care. We just go back like it was. That's all. Please. Later. And again, I don't like the Batgirl we see here. It doesn't make the character better. Tara Strong giving the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. Reading these lines, I'm like, God, this is so good. But I don't like this version of the character and it's not that the character i mean the character can have flaws the character actually the character should have flaws Uh, right why do you think i like batman so much exactly (laughs) so it's not like oh no i don't like seeing her imperfect or but again it it, needy is the word that comes to mind 100 i I don't i don't like that element i don't either with her so she literally laters her like he's saying it because she's like we need to discuss this but he said later and t- shuts it off. Turns yeah, her, uh, the Bluetooth. The Bluetooth <laughs> the, off in the yeah. car in the Batmobile. The Bat Bluetooth. Bat. Uh, <laughs> but it feels like he's Bat just being tooth. like, "Yeah, later, <laughs> later, babe." That was you know that would have been perfect for Lego Batman. <laughs> later, babe. Yeah. A rocket launcher. A, suddenly, the Punisher's here. Is Batman doing parkour? Yes, but the rocket, like all of a sudden, the Batmobile Gets taken out, fucked up, gone, and uh, Batman fucked up. Did doesn't you want, eject? He he does eject. Oh, but how does he? Oh, but he gets caught with the chain or something. No, first he he just ejects. But when he ejects that seat and it slides across the, didn't you want it the when it landed the parachute just go? Yeah, uh, just that a, was not the tone of this movie. But my god, it would have been a nice little bit of humor in this very somber movie. That's fair. It was just going. We could like maybe that. taken out of one of the bad guys. We could have used that. Pure dumb luck. Yeah. How does Batgirl get there so quickly? She's on a crane. Way the fuck on the other side of we, Gotham. We don't know where she is. Yes, we do. There's an establishing shot. She sees the explosion. She oh. is a good five miles away. Oh, okay. All right. From the docks. And she is there in three minutes. That's totally fine. She's doing, what, 80 miles an hour? So if she's doing, um, maybe nine, she's doing 60 miles an hour. Five miles is five minutes. So to maybe do it she's in farther, three. Maybe I'm not doing the math right. No, no. So, so 120th of an hour. 
one twentieth. So if she's doing uh, uh, one, tw- if three. Well, Todd does this. Three math. minutes out of sixty is one twentieth of time. If anyone so is one, good, so she's she must be doing hundred miles an hour to cover. Yes, if anyone, yeah. If anyone is good at, she's she's going driving hundred miles an hour, and she gets there in three minutes. Distance measuring based on visuals. If you can tell us how far, because it's a distance that she is. It just felt you've like, already established five miles. This is this is canon now. <laughs> much like how Die Hard is a great Christmas movie. You son of a bitch! You said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I edit Die Hard. You say it in Swamp Thing, sir. Oh, you you son of a bitch! You would take three fifths of a minute to go one mile at hundred miles per hour. So that means if I want to go five miles, that takes me three minutes. Yeah, I totally did that math in my head. Hundred miles an hour. Brandy. Yeah. So hundred miles an hour for in a superhero? Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. She's there. Good. So done. Uh, what else you got? Come okay. on. Batgirl in Paris fight. And once Batgirl again. Batgirl in Paris? Oh, sorry. Gross. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. She's got a bat strap on. Never mind. Oh God. Once again, she goes out of character. If she had beaten up Paris, fine. I'm fine with that. It's when she's kicking the shit of him and she says the actual phrase. You ruined everything. I'm like, so now it's about when well, my boyfriend's mad at me because. Well, it, uh. but it, but at least they're consistent. Again, Paris wasn't important to her. She was only going after him to show Batman she could handle it. Right. She, you know, so again, he's only, you know, she's taking out her frustration. That That is at least consistent. I just, I didn't care for it. It just felt like we knew why she was doing it. We didn't need to hear her whine about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's once again. Show don't letting tell. the moment yeah. happen and letting the audience be smart enough for it. Yeah. Now, if this was live action, acted out, yeah. it's animated. So, do and you need not, that extra layer of? It's not dialogue. great animation either. Well, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not like middle of the road animation. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And actually, Let me I think that it's not expressive on the face. Sure. And sure. that kind of hurts. Bits of this movie. So, so if it if you're not getting that level of animation, then you almost need the dialogue. You you need her to say you ruined everything because you're mm-hmm. not. You may That's not fair. pick it up from the the animation. I thought I'd save you the trouble of ending this. End of Batgirl's career up on the roof. She brings the costume. Can't have smoke bombs exploding in the apartment. And she admits it's one thing to protect the city, another when it narrows down to one person, someone you really care about. I'll find some way to fill my time. It's just as well, you know. I saw that abyss you spoke about. Very scary. It's so tempting. I don't know how you resist it. I don't think it's humanly possible after a while. Be careful. She'd never see him again as Batgirl. So now we think we're in the killing joke because it starts much like the killing joke starts. Rain on the water. Yep. But then there's this weird scene that I don't know how I feel about it where Bullock is at the storage unit. And they rip off seven. But that explains how the Joker has any kind of money to do any of the stuff he does in this movie. That's true. That's invented for the... That's 100%. Not the okay. This and Barbara getting the phone call from Jim. I'm sorry, honey, but I won't be able to make it tonight. Something's come up. Bullock is at a crime scene. Ooh. Four bodies have been discovered in a storage unit. Four bodies of people that were there from a dentist convention. Right. With Very a, important. In a storage unit that has been made to look like a comedy club. Mm-hmm. You got a stage, a microphone, 
the four bodies are viewing the stage. And for lack a, of a better term, they've been jokerified. The rictus grin, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Now, Bullock says that Commissioner Gordon wanted Batman to see it. The bodies are three years old, and they note that there was a dentist convention from three, three years ago that had four dentists disappear. Batman goes, he needs to find Gordon. Bullock says, look, don't bother him. It's father-daughter night. You know he doesn't have to be there. Tell Gordon I need to talk to him. I, dick I, Batman. Yeah, right, right. Uh, now we, to be fair, he's always a dick to Bullock because Bullock doesn't. Like, Bullock now, won't pull a gun on him, but Bullock 100% is anti-Batman. And, and we've talked about this, I think, during Batman Begins. In the animated series, is Bullock a comic book character? Oh, yeah. He's in he this, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in the movies, Bullock is corrupt. He's not corrupt in... The comics, right? We did this in Batman. Did we do this in Batman? It's not Bullock in the in the movie. Right. It's a different character. Okay. Nice. That's right. Oh, Bullock is in the 89 Batman. Nope. That's, the that's one. Eckhart. Eckhart. Fuck. Okay. There's never been a There's Bullock on screen. There's never been a Bullock screen. on screen? Yeah. Okay. Live action Bullock has not happened yet. Oh, okay. But Bullock <laughs> is not corrupt. He rejects Batman's vigilanteism, mm-hmm. right? But, okay. but he respects Gordon enough to say fine that's your decision and you can see it in the scene he's, he's just talking at batman yeah and it's very there's it's no, two people who have to work together that's right that's exactly what this is that's exactly right like, yeah we both have to be here right now so yep. let's just fucking get it over with mm-hmm. pegging the uncomfortable meter batgirl being, jogging through central park at night uh gotham park thank yeah, you very sure, much how thing. dare you yeah not the same thing Listen, I'm sorry. It's across the water. It's in New Jersey next to Blue Haven, right? Blue Haven is a ways away. Motherfucker. I will. How far is Blue Haven away? Probably the distance from Syracuse to Rochester. An hour? Okay. Hour and a half. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you know, like they do. Why? Why? Why do we need it? Well, I think they're building this suspense. Something bad is going to happen. So I'm watching this going, oh, my God, is it going to happen here? Nope. Okay, she gets home. She's fine. She gets into her apartment. Phone call from dad. I'm like, okay, well, I guess nothing bad's going to happen. Uh, uh, and who is that dad? Ray who's motherfucking that Y. Dad? Uh, oh, sorry. What? That, yeah. <laughs> no. Dr. Alec Holland mm. is uh, mm. Gordon. He says, yes, you know, speaking in code, yeah, his- A friend asked me for a favor. A friend? Yes, honey. That friend. Uh, now, Batman meet- uh, Batman now now we are squarely in Killing Joke. Right, right. Except none of this dialogue happens in the book. It's all these panels leading up to, hello, I want to talk. Yeah. Wordless. Nothing oh, is said. Okay. Some things that they change here mm-hmm. uh, in the comic, and obviously for visuals, because it's just a single panel, it is Harvey Dent, one deformed hand, one normal hand, and the, the bar, bar is split. Yeah. This is creepy as fuck. Harvey clawing at to get his coin. I'm like, guys, you're walking by. You know it's like his Achilles heel. Just fucking hand it to him. Right, right. Dick move, Gordon and Batman. I know you're on a mission. They're not helping him. They're not helping him. Hello. I want to talk. I love this scene. And again, The scene in the quote-unquote Jokers. Yeah. Did you catch the uh, inmate number? No, 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 no. Oh, but I but I saw the the trivia for 0801? Yeah. Which are the numeric numbers for ha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eighth letter and the first level. Yep. To this earlier point of, you know, I don't think of Batman as having compassion or like this emotional connection with Joker, but I love the way this the dialogue starts. I've been thinking lately about you, you and me, about how this is going to end, about who will end up killing who. And holy cow. 
Kevin Conroy, you know what's so great about this? And I'm going to drop this whole uh, you, speech I, in. I assumed you would. But yeah. we'll stop here to say, you know what's really great about it is he is doing just standard, I'm talking to you. Perhaps you'll kill me. Perhaps I'll kill you. Perhaps sooner. Perhaps later. You know that, don't you? And then it's just the... I just... I need to know for when that time comes that I'd made a genuine attempt to talk things over. To try and avert the inevitable, just once. Oh, Batman! Yeah. This is the, come on, buddy. Someone hug him. But that is the Batman I don't think I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? You know that's uncharacteristic, right? Like the I just want to. In, in yeah. eighty-eight, we've we're well Wait, in eighty-eight. In eighty-eight, we're we well not. into Batman is a rage monster. Like he is. It's after Dark Knight. Like it's it, this is the era where we have we've got the dark. Yeah, Batman. Neil, Neil Adams this, and Danny O'Neill yeah. were were doing some pretty dark stuff. Yeah, so with I mean, him. like yeah. we're deep into that element. This is a and again, Elmore's fucking brilliant. He's and like, how odd oh, that he thinks this is trash. <laughs> yeah, I, you're like, wait, like I get like you say, yeah, that was a good story, but what did it do? Like. Yes, this doesn't do anything, but to be fair, this was never supposed to become canon. This is just a, hey, what if the Joker got out and did this thing, and then we'll leave this super ambiguous ending. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, well, there's Uh, a, yeah, we'll talk about (laughs) the interpretation of the ending. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only one interpretation. In the... In both. In the book. Oh. In both. There's only one interpretation. Okay. We'll get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. The big... So he gets frustrated. Gasp moment. The whole time... Every time, and you'll hear it in the audio, dear audience, if you don't watch the movie, you'll hear this. He's playing a game of solitaire, yep. which did you catch the colors of the back of the cards? It's the Harley Quinn, right? Uh-huh. It's Harley Quinn, yeah. Every time he's talking, he just flaps out uh, a card. Tara it, Strong also voices Harley Quinn. Uh, in one, Now she does. Yeah, yeah. Back then it was Arlene Sorkin. Got it. Uh, so Batman it says this whole thing about how, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to make this attempt, and Joker's silent. Nothing. He's flipping the cards down, grabs his hand. Listen to me. This is life and death, mine or yours. Our relationship, it's fatal. But I don't want your murder on my... He looks, the makeup has come off. Yeah. Grabs the, the now we know, faux Joker. Yeah. Foker? Foker, yeah. Yeah, okay. The Foker and uh, good. Well puts his two fingers across his face and... Hey, wait a minute. I got rights. You ain't allowed to touch me. Where is he? Oh my God, Pam is touching me. I am going to die. Yes. Yes. And I, having read the book a few years ago, but mm-hmm. not, I think I'd read it once. So I, it was not like baked in. I was like, oh, he's out. And I was, I was like, oh, what a wonderful feeling in the movie. Did you catch? He says, I think it's in here too. Do you realize what you've done? Yeah. It's free. Do you realize what you've set free? What it's capable of? Do you have any idea? It's he's, a great scene. He scares the crap out of the inmate. Gordon hears him screaming. Great moment. What do you think you're doing? You know the laws about mistreating inmates. If you harm one hair on his head. Batman just hands him the, the wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Batman pulls in the inmate real close and just says, Now you stinking little stain. I'm going to ask you politely one last time. Where is he? And we cut to a carnival. Ah, oh, there you are. Uh, did you did you get a little um, Glen Gary, Glen Ross vibe here? Well, it's garish, ugly, and smells like piss. Can't quite make out whether it's bums or rats, but it's piss. I'm a connoisseur when it comes to eau de toilette. All caps, my notes. Mark Hamill back as Joker! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Ex- I mean, and like, once again, a different Joker. Oh, darker. Yeah. 
Do you think this is like he was in Arkham for a while before he was able to get out? Like that made him even worse? Or he's just a smart, much like Kevin Conroy, a smart voice actor. And he's like, this cannot be at all confused with what we did on the kids TV show, Batman the Animated Series. Listen, uh, whatever it is, I love Joker in this movie. I mean, forget about the story, the, the story elements. Holy shit. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Mark's great. So yeah, he's here to see this carnival. Technically, I think it's an amusement park. No, it's, it's called a carnival. Infrastructure, really? He's oh. called a carnival. But a, a carnival, I think of as a carnival goes from place to place. An amusement park is fixed. This is clearly fixed. It's got all the the rides and shit. Yeah, but I, they call okay. it a carnival. All the guy right. is the guy who does the voice. Well, they're wrong. How dare, <laughs> How dare you? you? So you don't like it? Don't like it. I'm crazy for it. <laughs> the, the end of the scene, it, we get into our first of many, but for some reason, 35 minutes into this film, flashbacks of the Joker's origin. Comes home, his incredibly pregnant wife, though she says later the baby's not due for three months. I'm like, how big is this baby? Uh, she is visibly pregnant like, at six months? Like That um, pregnant? Like Andy Bernard from Parks and Rec? My mom carried me to full term plus eight months. I was born at 17 months with a full head of hair, a full head of teeth. (laughs) (laughs) The cartoon does a wonderful job of evoking. It's almost the color tones are not quite, but it's almost like sepia tone. Oh, it's 100 percent. It's right out of the comic. Sure, sure. It's the sepia tone that they have for all the uh all the flashback stuff, yeah. Yeah, all the Joker And to be flash. fair, I guess the color palette is in that space. But you know you're watching a flashback. It's, it's just a nice, and they do a nice job of Now, I do want to point shifting. out, sure. once your wife said yes. that Mark Hamill's not a very good actor. Did I she really? You need to play her just this scene. Do you think my wife's going to watch this cartoon? Just this scene. Just do you think ha- my wife's going to watch this scene in this cartoon? Yes. Oh, I'm oh, wrong, you're, but you're yes. so adorable. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like this is like no. okay. If anyone ever says it, just pull up the scene. Be like, listen to this. He does the, all those O's completely different. What do you mean O? I I didn't mean anything. Yes, you did. The way you said O, like that. Jesus! All I said was you said O. It's an O, so you didn't get the job. Is it, oh, I should have known. Is it, oh, so how are we going to feed our baby? You think I'm not worried about that? His breakdown is fucking phenomenal. Listen, I have to go up on stage and, and nobody laughs. And you think I don't care? You think? You think? Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I don't mean to take this out on you. You're suffering enough being married to a loser. I, again, if if someone planted their flag, Mark Hamill's greatest role ever is the Joker. Boy, I'd go. Oh, that's you know. Like, so here's I'd the thing think about it. He's one of those great actors that has been able to do a lot of voice work, but on screen work too. I'm going to say Mark Mark Hamill's greatest on screen, Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill's greatest voice work, the Joker. Sure, yeah, clear. Hands again, down. one and one a. There you go. Like you, yeah. you can quibble over which one takes the lead. But it might be like, what did you see last? Because you watch this last, holy Goodness. shit. I, you know what? Give me him doing this 10 times over the sequels. Sorry. 
Oh, you're one of those. I am one of those. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to get into We're that. We're not going to get into that, but holy shit, there's nothing to not love about Mark Hamill's portrayal. Of the so Joker. this ends with him inadvertently telling a joke to his wife. <laughs> she says, You're good in bed. I don't want to think about the Joker having sex, <laughs> consensual or non consensual. That's gross. Mm-hmm. And it flashes back to the carnival. The guy is on a little pink elephant Rocky thing. They shake on the deal. Carney. Joker made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> and R.I.P. Carney owner. Yeah, with the... Uh, so... I, I just called the Joker smile. Rictus grin. Yeah, sure. But, but it's... Uh, yeah, but it's, it's so the, it's the eyes turn yellow, the face turns all white, and it's just a... Yeah, it's the same grin that uh, Jack Nicholson had in Batman yeah. 89. Uh, that... What was the ingredient the X? Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. You're right. It was what did to all of his victims. You know, again, in the way that there's a there's an era and you know era you know decades where mm-hmm. DC and Marvel if one publisher does one thing the other one does it plus 3 you know like oh topping but the red skull had a poison gas that you know when it killed its victims would cause their skin to turn red and like to wither to huh. to shrink back against the skull to make them look like the red skull in death the next scene Yes. We've talked about Easter eggs. We've pointed out a lot of them. This is a literal computer screen of Easter eggs. I, yes. So there are 10 uh, individual screens. Yep. And starting at the top, here's what we got. It's an audience full of people ha- with a Joker smile. Got it. Next one over, Batman 89. It is him doing the commercial. Love that Joker. Right. Next one is Batman 66. Then it is the Dark Knight. It is Heath Ledger sitting in the... Uh, the movie, the, the movie, The Dark Knight. Yeah, well, it, but it's this version of Joker. No, no, no. What I mean, but not yeah, I'm oh, sorry. the movie, The Dark yeah, Knight. Yeah. It's the Dark Knight Joker sitting in the cell with that expression. Yep. Uh, that everyone knows we're talking about. Next yep. one uh, is a death in the family. Jason Todd's bloodied face. Oh. Uh, next one is Harley Quinn. Yep. Then it is Batman the Animated Series episode called The Laughing Fish. The barrel full of fish with all having the smile too. And then 8 through 10, I didn't recognize if there's anyone in the uh, TSPHC army who can tell me who the, what those were. That would be great. So I saw this on IMDb in their trivia section. Now, again, this is fan curated, so who knows if it's correct. When Bat- this is from IMDb.com under their trivia section. When Batman is looking at a computer screen with pictures of the Joker, there are mm-hmm. references to other comics and movies. Some being the tropical setting in Batman 89. That's the is, second one. Yep, the Joker scene. And in The Dark Knight, when Heath Ledger's sitting there, yep. That's the fourth one. A play on the Joker comic book cover, The Man Who Laughs, and then The Laughing Fish that appear in Batman the Animated Series, etc. Well, the, we never talked, we've never talked about The Man Who Laughs. Oh, I see it. It's partially covered by Batman taking off his cowl. Have you ever seen The Man Who Laughs? No. Go ahead and type yep. in The Man oh, Who Laughs. Jesus fucking Christ. This guy's horrifying. What does it look like? The Joker. The jo- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And unfortunately, now there is a terrible character called the Batman who laughs. Yes, who uh, has become the most. So that is like the breakout hit of is that Bath Batman, Batman metal metal? Yeah, that's. Guess who's not a big fan of it? Yours, you are this guy. Uh, didn't I see? Didn't they? Because they do what DC and Marvel again. The reason I'm not reading DC and Marvel mm-hmm. comics today, they they take everything like twenty feet beyond what was good. Didn't in that universe like they made like literally every hero went through that same kind of like 
Yeah. In inversion kind mm-hmm. of thing. Bullshit. Yeah. And Batman was walking around the desert with a decapitated Futurama yeah. head of the Joker. I mean, it, it's just it's yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah. To be fair, the original story, mm-hmm. really good, really good, really creative. I just the look of it, I was like, that's all too much for me. That's fair. That's fair. But I think that the originality, the invent the creativity yeah. is there in the first fair. story. Yeah. After that, it becomes this like, oh, if you like that, well, if you do it 20 times more, you'll like it 20 times more. You know, well, no. I Dear like DC it. and Marvel, you are 100%, you are 100% wrong. Yeah. wrong. The only time I like that is when Deadpool does it. Because <laughs> when Deadpool does it, he intentionally breaks it. Right? Yeah. Like, that's 100%. the only time it's good. Yeah. yeah. So the Batman 66 we didn't talk about. The, it's uh, the, the clown, like the, the opera clown. Okay. It's, it's the mask that Heath Ledger wears in the bank robbing scene mm. in The Dark Knight. Yes. That it's is the, based off the first time that Cesar Romero's uh, Joker shows up. Yes. Or one of the first times, maybe not the first. Which is a play on the tragedy, who's yeah. the great Italian the, Yeah, I, yeah. Fanini or something like that, yeah. Pe- Pagliacci. Yeah, Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what Which all those is a great the great story that Rorschach tells mm-hmm. his but psychiatrist. I'm, but I'm the great Pagliacci. I'm Pagliacci. Yeah. So we're in the Batcave. Batman's trying to figure out. This is right out of the comic. This whole speech. I don't know him, Alfred. All these years, and I don't know who he is any more than he knows who I am. Are you sure of that? What do you mean? I mean, don't underestimate him. I don't. And neither should he underestimate me. What's not in the comic is Alfred's... You can't save everyone, sir. That is sage advice. That is good advice from you, Alfred. Yeah, is that consistent with Alfred? Yeah, 100%. Alfred is a father of a son with a terrible, terrible drug addiction. Oh, Brian... That's how it... Yeah, Brian Brian George. Brian George, great actor. That guy actor. Was uh, Oh, yeah, he is a that guy actor. He was Julian Bashir's um, father on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, uh, yes, I've seen him in a bunch I'm of I'm sorry, uh, Alexander Siddig. You'll know him. For, he's a Game of Thrones guy. Uh, yes, from Dorne. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the yeah, storyline that we, that they fucked up. Yes, uh, yes. Oh, he is. he's totally a that guy actor. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but great, great, great advice out. Like, he is concerned about... Hey, if you keep trying to save this unsavable person, yeah. you will die. You, you know who he is? He is the perfect complement to the Michael Caine, Alfred. He knows what the world is. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to make the world something it's not. He knows mm-hmm. the world is fucked. How do I save Bruce? Uh-huh. And yeah, 100%. that's a great... You're right. That's a great moment. In this next scene with uh, in Babs's uh, apartment... Yeah, so... There's a, there's a thing that changed, that's changed here that kind of makes sense. Okay. She brings out the hot chocolate. Jim Gordon is doing the uh, newspaper clippings. And he says, tonight I could use something a little stiffer. Now, in the comic, Joker shows up with a glass already. He's just walking down the street with a glass and a gun because okay. he's on vacation. But okay. this way, it seems like she t- he takes it from her and shoots her. Oh, okay. But I want to point out, yeah, Barbara has a very heavy pour. That is either gin or vodka because it is clear. Okay. And she fills... At least half that cup. So it's a highball. It's a highball glass, right? Holy! So uh, the highball glasses are are skinnier, right? But tall. no, no, it's a, it's like a. Oh, is it like, like a water, like, like a tumbler? It's like a tumbler. Like a water yeah, it's tumbler. like a middle. It's like a, well, no, the tumbler a, is the. 
Does it come in black? Hashtag not my Batmobile. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, no, it's like a, it's like, yeah, it's like what you would make like a, a rum and coke in. Well, not a rocks. Wait, yeah, it's like sure. a rocks. Glass. Oh, a rocks yeah, glass. It's, it's like okay. a rocks glass. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and but like half of it is filled with either gin or vodka because it's clear. I'm like, what the fuck, Barbara? That's your dad. Well, maybe he's sleeping over. <laughs> it's so he th- is the commissioner. If he gets tipsy, he just gets on the radio. Okay, so no, pick me listen, up. no, no, my that's one hundred percent a thing. Chuck and I. Uh, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. Abs- uh, that's like, I know. Can I get do- a courtesy courtesy ride? Is that no. what it's called? Courtesy yeah. ride. Absolutely. Now listen. This was on is a that military what base. Bruce gave that girl up on. Hey. Oh, how dare you? No, that's a sympathy fuck. No. So here it happens. Let's. This is. The second most horrific thing that happens in this movie. So, so Barbara comes to the Are door. Are you saying that the, the sex between Batman and no? Oh no, that's third. Oh okay. Yeah. The, her, just yeah. her getting shot. Her getting shot is the second worst thing that happens. And is almost shot for shot panels from the comic. Yeah. Really, really well done. So somebody's ringing the bell or knocking on the door. She, she thinks it's her friend. They're going uh, to the gym. Yep. She goes to the door, opens it. Joker in some sort of weird Hawaiian shirt and shorts. And a revolver. Pushes it against her stomach. He's making sure he knows he's right paralyzing. Yeah. It, yeah. Which is not in the comic. Barbara! It, it is never shown that she's pu- he's pushing it in. Got it. Uh, it's... It- it's on un- again. It's a rated I mean, it's point it's blank, rated- so who cares? Yeah, it's a radar card. Whether you do it here, whether it you do matter. it here, or right up against it, doesn't matter. You're yeah. still going to do a shit ton of damage. Yeah. Of course, she falls to the ground. His henchmen come in. They beat the crap out of Gordon. Mm-hmm. He says a line about finish the commission, take him where he needs to be, and please do be careful. After all, he is topping the bill. And then he reaches down and he. Well, before all that. Oh, yep. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm blowing past this. He says it's just a psychological manifestation common among librarians. She thinks she's a coffee table edition, though I can't say much for this volume's condition. I mean, there's a hole in the jacket, and the spine appears to be damaged. And then uh, this one won't be walking off the shelf anytime soon. In fact, the idea of her walking anywhere seems remote. But then. That's always a problem with softbacks. And then... It really is a shame you'll miss your father's debut, Miss Gordon. Sadly, our venue wasn't built with the disabled in mind. Jesus Christ. And then then he starts undressing her. All we see is one button. Mm -hmm. That's all we see. But we we know what he's doing. We certainly suspect, which will be confirmed very shortly. Barbara asks... Why are you... To prove a point is to cry. Fades out. <laughs> so is this the crime of? So later on, is this the one bad day? Mm-hmm. Like this is the this, this is, is the, the thing, thing that'll that, make Batman snap. Like this no, will make this him is as the bad thing that will me. make Gordon snap. Oh, Gordon his, snap! He's after Gordon right now. So I think it's a domino effect. He thinks if he gets Gordon, he gets Batman. Okay. He sees Gordon as the key. Yeah. Now this, this, so this, this doesn't exactly make sense. Sure, Joker's plan's a little wishy-washy. It's a little wishy-washy. It's better because I understand it. If the whole focus of this is, look, Batman, you and I, we're not that different. I had this bad day, and here's where I am. If you had a day like this, 
you'd be right in my same spot. Well, he says there must have been something to put you here. Brother sure. killed. Sure, you know, sure, sure. He never says parents. He never which says parents. Yeah. Which there's always this thing of does the Joker know Bruce is Batman, but just doesn't give a shit, enjoys fucking with him more than being like, I know you're Bruce Wayne. Like I, pussyfooting around it, having yeah. this little cat. I don't think game. so. I don't think so. Maybe not in this as version, he, but there are some sure, cards. Sure, sure. There are some comics where you're like, do you know? Yeah. But so this is the place where if, if the idea is I'm going to paralyze your protege <sighs> and I'm going to torture your, your father figure, your mentor, yeah, your mentor, father figure. And, and you'll see that'll be enough to push you over the edge. And then once you're as bad as me, you know, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, like pushing but, but, Gordon over the edge is the catalyst. No, to, no, no, no. I'm saying if all of that is to Batman, like when right. you see me do this to your protege and you see me do this to your father figure, then you, Batman, right. you'll have that same snap I had and you'll be as bad as me. That makes sense. I don't understand the torturing Gordon. I'll be honest with you. I feel like that's, and maybe that's why Alan Moore doesn't like this story. Because it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't sense. make sense. It's, sure. It's what's your focus? Well, and it, we'll we'll get to a part of it that's not in the comic that makes no sense no, in the go, movie. Yeah, I mean, so well, we got to talk about this flashback first. Okay, so another flashback. Yep. Flashback. He is in a bar. These two goons are like, "Hey, if you do this this thing, dress up as the Red Hood, you'll be able to have enough money. Sure. We need to get to this card factory, which they never explain why. They, nope, they the don't. card factory, but they need to go through Ajax Chemicals. Yep, which he used to work at. Uh, nice little moment. The guy vomiting in the background. I miss that. In the comic, it is a guy vomiting in the foreground. Thank you, Sam Liu, for moving it to the background. <laughs> Got it. We didn't need it. All right. Uh, okay. And then we are at uh, Batgirls in a hospital bed. Oh, we find out. I'm sorry. Later. In this, oh. Red Hood uh, is is like the Dread Pirate Robert. Yeah, that's right. He's a, it's persona. a different person yeah. each time. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. So now we're at the hospital. Uh, Batgirls in her has- hospital bed. She's on a ventilator. We see that Batman's there. Uh, the doctor comes in, no reaction to the stimulus on the bottom of her feet. She'll never walk again. I'm sorry. If this doctor know. has fucking terrible bedside manner. He's going to be all right. Oh, oh thank God. Finally, some good news There's from no this other guy. way to take that. That's a great attitude. I gotta tell you, if I was getting this news, I don't know that I'd take it this well. But you said he was all right. Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. You son of a bitch! Before we get too far into this, at 4424, yep. visual cue, there's a fish-eye view of the Joker. We go back to the carnival real quick, yep. and then we cut to this hospital scene. Yeah. That fish-eye view makes him look like the man who laughs. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the Batman very, who laughs? No, oh, no, no, the, the man, man who laughs. laughs. Oh, yeah, very yeah. clearly supposed to emulate the man who laughs, which... Oh. You know, Bill Finger, uh, Joker time, it looked like that. Sure, sure, sure. You mean Bill Finger, the true father of Batman? Fucking A. All right. Um, Okay, so again, because it's animated and we don't get subtle acting cues, the doctor flat out says she'll never walk again. Bullock's like, yeah, they found her naked. Naked? Oh, shit. No one told you. Well, bye. (laughs) Like, he just... Oh, no, Batman makes him leave. That's right. Yeah, uh, but not before he gives Batman the Joker's playing card, right? So, again, Joker's mm-hmm. taunting him, right? Like, here, here, I did it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want there to be any ambiguity. And Tara Strong in this scene is so good. He took Dad. He... Oh, God. I remember. Hearing her and Gordon both say, oh, my God, I remember, which is right out of the comic. Yeah. 
having a traumatic experience, there's been studies where sometimes your brain will block the memory sure. of it, even yep. if it's you wake up from it later. Mm-hmm. Having them say that, it's just like, Jesus it's fucking Christ. He's taking it to the limit this time. You didn't see his eyes. He said he wanted to, to prove a point. Said dad was top of the bill. What's he going to do? What's he going to do to my father? Now we see Gordon in his underwear and like a BDSM kind of harness. No, he's collar. full on naked. Oh, I thought he had underwear on. Nope. Maybe in the... No, he's he had naked. boxers on. No. Yeah, take a look. I think he's he has, naked in this because you see his penis. Commissioner penis, let me see. All right, so you're, you're going to the video. I'm going to the comic. Oh, there's his dick. Okay. TSPHD Army. We took a little break to look at that. Uh, we have established that he is both naked in the comic. And, and he's, got nothing to, he's got nothing to write home about. <laughs> wow. I mean, look. It's cold. <laughs> you mean Dude, we got shrinkage. shrinkage? But like in the laundry? <laughs> I don't know how you guys live with those things. Okay. Um, all right. So now we go on this weird trip where, again, I think the story doesn't exactly make sense. So Joker's tormenting, torturing. Memories can be vile, repulsive little brutes. Like children, no? <laughs> second to last flashback, Joker's back in the bar with those uh, mobsters. He's having second thoughts. They're like, no, 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 you're not backing out, because if you do, we're going to break your legs, and it's not going to be good for you. That's right. As they're talking, cops walk in. Clearly, the two mobsters are like, we don't know this guy. That's we- right. And in the comic, the guy gets to tell him, which I think works better, because like while he's telling him his wife is dead, yeah. He's like lighting a cigarette and just being like, "Ah, you can pick her up later. Like, he does not give a shit. He's like, meh. So for the longest time, I thought faulty um, bottle warmer caught on fire, killed them. Yeah. Rereading the comic and listening to this, it sounded like it was faulty and it electrocuted her. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. My my note was she was electrocuted. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So you get that little bit of water, which, of course... You know, you you'd have to work hard to get elected to that, but yeah, no, it's uh, my take on that was. I always, I always, it's been a while since I read the comic, and obviously four years since I've seen the movie. We talked about in the past that yeah. it's apartment caught on fire. Oh yeah, oh no, I I Ooh, watching that I was like, Jesus. oh no, she was electrocuted. Yeah, I think maybe they change it to Mark because Mark does such a great job of <laughs> delivering it. Yeah, give give it to him, and then he's like, well, I I, I can't do the the it, gig, and then they're like, maybe we weren't clear before if you. You don't do this thing. We're going to kill you. It, but it's the it's a fucking O. Henry gift of the Magi situation. Uh-huh. He was only doing that right. to provide for his wife and child. And they and, and they end dead. it with uh, a barrier like a queen tomorrow. So now we're do, you're doing the heist. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we cut to uh, a, a kind of a montage. Yeah, Batman hunting. Batman hunting. We uh, get a we, we get, get a bad man. I'm gonna count to ten. One, nine. I swear to God, man, he ain't been around. Ah! Swear to me. I think this was done because Kevin Conroy has come out and been like, yeah, Christian Bale's voice is Batman. Not the best. To the point where... Here's um, how I'll do it better. Rob Paulson had a podcast called Talking Tunes. Yeah. And he had Kevin Conroy on and had him do, no, Harvey Dent's a real hero. He's the one Gotham needs. I can't say a line without having to take a breath. So it's, no, Harvey Dent's the real hero. He's the one Gotham needs. You're like, God damn it. Why are you so good? Sure, sure. 
So I think that's why they let him do the swear to me. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, I'm even like, "Um, whatever you want. I'm sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Please don't kill me. (laughs) Then we cut back to Joker torturing Gordon. So if this kangaroo court scene is not in the book. Right, right. And if there's any doubt what happened. I don't think it needs to be here. I think it's done for padding. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's also the reason why Sam Liu added a lot of the Batgirl elements. The story was light. They needed more content. Sure. If you cut the Batgirl, the whole Batgirl story. The kangaroo court. The kangaroo court. It's like a 40 minute thing. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if there's any doubt what's happened, it's clear. And, uh, you know, the animated film definitely calls back to the shots from the comic. Sure. So what's happening is is, is Gordon is basically chained in this uh, funhouse car with these little evil dwarfs around him. <laughs> They're going through and there's all these images. Basically, so Joker raped Barbara and took hasn't, photos she, of the He hor- hasn't seen that yet, though. Yeah, this, that's, this nope, is that's this- after this. Kangaroo court happens, then he sees it, then he goes outside, he's in a catonic state. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. My note was Joker tortures Gordon. This is where he's like, if you think a person is against the law, he's he's speaking very much in uh, nondescript so that he thinks he's talking about himself, but he's actually talking about about Batman. The goddamn Batman. Right, right. He he gets Gordon to condemn Batman in proxy, yeah. Batman and the sex workers. (laughs) Oh, yes. Did you you catch who they were animated like? No. Harley Quinn. Got Catwoman. Yeah. And Poison Ivy. I did. Just like them. To the point where the one that looks like Harley Quinn has the same voice. Sometimes he comes to when he's, I'm like, oh my God, that's genius. That's good. That's good. What's missing from this montage is the penguin. The penguin's in the in the comic. Because he's it, one of the things, one of the shots is him showing him the penguin. The penguin's obviously in a lower security prison. He's not sure. in Arkham. You can see bars behind him. Yep. And <laughs> penguin's going, <laughs> like looking at like, I don't want to even look at that guy. Yeah, he creeps yeah. me out. He creeps <laughs> <laughs> We're back at the carnival. He's sending Jim through. He's singing a song, which I never realized reading the comic. Yeah. Until I saw the movie. If you read the comic, weirdly, it says Sam music. And then he gives that whole thing about it. I go loony as a light bulb bug. That whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I always just read this as that he's just giving a monologue. I never looked at it as music. It's it's music in both this and in this. No. Um, but during this lovely song he's singing suddenly gordon seeing pictures of his naked shot in the belly possibly raped by this horrified point. yeah yeah and Daughter, yeah, yeah you know again if you can buy talent you buy it and they did with ray wise because ray wise is so good yeah yeah it's again it's uncomfortable i mean you know this isn't light entertainment but it's well done jim comes out of the of the haunted house and falls in the ground and the Joker pretty much flat. I was like, oh, well, this isn't fun anymore. You're catatonic. Get him out of here. Yeah. Mm, this wasn't supposed to turn out boring. Which, again, was his point to torture him because then he, like. Well, yeah, absolutely. But which, not, again, which is why this, the story doesn't make sense. Sure. Right. But I don't think he wanted to push him. He's like a cat with a mouse that accidentally kills the mouse while he's now playing the play, with it. Like, now oh, the game's over. Yeah. I, this isn't fun anymore. Okay. Final flashback. We are at Ajax. Only things of importance in this is that uh, that's different is in this. It is completely clear that Joker, who is named Joe in one of the two. I can't remember. Yeah. 
they actually say his name is Joe. Yeah. Um, falls on his uh, trips on his cape in this one. Yep. In in the uh, comic, it's kind of ambiguous how he falls over the edge. It's not yeah. not clear. Not, not of clearly Batman. Batman. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But in this in the in the film, clearly not Batman that causes him to fall. Which I th- I think it's better that so he falls. So at least in. that way, at least that's plausible that he blames Batman. Like you caused me to to freak out. <laughs> So back at the carnival, we have a new Batmobile, which is kind of a mix between the Batman, the anime series Batmobile, and what's in the comics, which is the 40s Batmobile with a huge ass bat face on the front of it. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I like that. That was fun. Batman gets there. He fights the sideshow gang. Right. Uh, did, did you catch when he punches the Wolfman? That the Wolfman yelps no, <laughs> like a dog. Like, wait, hang on. <laughs> is he just a really hairy guy or is he part dog? No, he's probably hairy. Well, got it. Right. Yep. Okay. In the comic, and I like it better, when yeah. Joker's up on his little perch, mm-hmm. it's like baby dolls that are making the mountain and his two flaming baby heads. Yep. And this, it's skulls. Yeah. And I'm like, does it have to be skulls? Mm. It's creepy that it's dolls. It's creep. It's arguably creepier uh-huh. with dolls. Yeah. Now, uh, Batman gets to Gordon, and Gordon has this moment of clarity, right? Go after him. I want him brought in. And I want it done by the book. By the book! You have to. We have to show him our way works. That is wonderful. I mean, that's a great... I love it. It's a great moment. It's well done. When Batman leaves Gordon... He doesn't answer I, him. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> right? you know, like I think I that's why Gordon yells it again. Yeah, and he's like, no, please don't kill him. I will have to arrest that's you. Right. That's right. <laughs> In the comic, it's just Batman walking through the funhouse. In this, Batman has to fight what I'm going to call the demented Oompa Loompas. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, and, uh, and of course, he, he straight up kills them. Throwing them sure. on those spikes. Sure. Now, and of course, this is all happening as the Joker is mocking Batman over the PA. What made you what you are? Girlfriend killed by the mob, maybe? Brother carved up by some mugger? Something like that, I know. Because something like that happened to me. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. But at the end of it, in this, it feels like the Dumbledore, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? In the book. I'm sure yep. you've... Have you read the books? I Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. In the book, Dumbledore says, calmly is what it says. Yep. Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? No, sir, I didn't. Even calmer than before, are you sure? One of your friends, perhaps? In the movie, it is, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? You're, like, you're right. I... I like the book better. I like the book better. In this, he goes, Why aren't you laughing? Let me show you the, the visual that goes sure. along with that. So and wait, what, your your characterization, that was that, from the cartoon. That from was the from the cartoon. The yeah. In the comic, it is very he's, clearly a he, somber. He's sad. Why aren't you laughing? He's sa- Look, he's actually heartbroken. Yeah. That is a heartbroken Joker. And it kind of makes this moment where he breaks through the glass even better. And because he says, Because I've heard it before. And it wasn't funny the first time. Oh, Batman's done fucking around. He's, uh, goodness. Yeah. So now Batman's beating the Joker and Batman taunts him, right? Mm -hmm. Because Gordon wasn't broken. You did all that to him and he still believes. He wants me to bring you in by the book. That's right. 
Um, they fight in an upside down version of his apartment from the flashbacks. Right, right. Because again, his show that his world is turned down. Down. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, a little on the nose, a little too much. Yeah. yeah. When the Joker pulls Batman's cowl down, yeah, not so much in this, but in the comic, it's very uh, uh, Lewis. I'm not going to think of his name. The guy who played him in the Batman serials had a mask that always kind of oh, like would always like squish down in his face. It. Yeah, that's funny. I, uh, I thought that was a nice little touch. Uh, Joker gets the upper hand. He gets the drop on the Batman. Pulls a gun. Gunpoint and pulls the trigger and. And Mark Hamill's God damn it It's so good Fucking brilliant This is where Batman says You know I don't want to kill you Like this is not My end game Is to kill you I I want to really help you Can that happen And Joker Flat out says I'm sorry But No No It's far too late For that This is like that nod to the later story, right? Right. Like this the, is Kevin's same, nod to the, the killing joke. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then Joker laughs. <laughs> you know, it's funny. This reminds me of a joke. See, there were two guys locked in a lunatic asylum. And one night, one night they decided they didn't like that anymore. They decided to escape. So they made it up to the roof, and there, just across this narrow gap, they see rooftops stretching across town, stretching to freedom. Now, the first guy, he jumps right across, no problem. But his friend, oh, no way. He's afraid of falling. So the first guy, he has an idea. He says, hey, I got this flashlight with me. I'll shine it across the gap between the buildings, and you can walk across the beam and join me. But the second guy says, what do you think I am? Crazy? You just turn it off when I'm halfway across. So the next thing that happens before we can talk about the visual, he starts <laughs> laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Batman starts laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> In the comic, it shows their feet, and there is a police light in between them. The flashlight. Who's the sane one? Who's the who's the one that knew to jump? Who's the one that thinks that the flashlight's going to go off halfway across? Yeah. And also, the real question: Does Batman kill the Joker here? I don't think so. In the film, the book I think is clearly deliberately ambiguous. They're both ambiguous. They're both because he because Batman is still laughing. Past the Joker laughing, Got just it. like in the comic. Here's what Brian Boland had to say. Did you read this? No, I did not. All right. I think this is going to shed a lot of light on okay. it. Ready? Yep. Speaking of which, it's it, this is in a, like a memoir at the end of this. Yeah. Speaking of which, it is time I revealed what happened at the end of The Killing Joke. Our protagonist stood there in the rain, laughing at the final joke. Police lights rea- reflecting in a pool of filthy water underfoot. Batman's hand reaches out and... He gives nothing? Mm-hmm. So he does a Christopher Nolan. Yeah, and I, think, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, anyone who it, says that Batman kills him is, it, it, that, that they can definitively say that Batman kills him is dead wrong. Yeah. It I, is purposely ambiguous, and I, I kind of love it. I, it and, I mean, so I can see both sides. Do, you know, he's, he's made every effort. Is there any way that they don't end up with one of them dead? And Joker's rejected that. So then... There is there's a logical argument to be made. And he's like, okay, then okay, I'm if that's kill what's going to happen, then then yeah. I'm going to kill you because that's going to be yeah because that'll ensure the least evil in the world, right? Um, but then there's also the piece of like uh, 
Well, I guess Superman's the optimist, right? Like Batman is not the optimist. He's not the optimist, yeah. I, I mean, arguably, there's probably better evidence to support him killing Joker, contextual character. If he's that pragmatic, if he feels that he's exhausted every avenue. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't even kill him in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Or The Dark Knight... Uh, the, the Dark Knight Returns. Right, Dark Knight Returns, yeah. He doesn't kill him. Yeah. Joker actually kills himself. Right. I don't love this joke. And I think this is an original joke. I, it's not I supposed to be the best. So, yeah. So it's the message that he's only crazy because he's thinking about mm-hmm. the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. 100%. Joker is is the guy that says, no, you'll turn the light off. Batman is the guy that jumped. Right. Joker is the guy that turned, that's afraid the light's going to go off halfway across. Right. And he's okay till that point. Mm-hmm. But at that point, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I get... Okay. Yeah. Ironically, I think oh. the weakest part of the killing joke is the joke. Right? Like... <laughs> The actual that's joke. Where, yeah. That's where some people are like, oh, it's it's the it, that's why it's called the killing joke. He tells a joke and then he gets killed. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So ambiguous ending and, and movie. But there's no music to put here because there's no music. There's no music. However, so I'll just put a little break and then we'll if we'll you can, fast forward. We get Barbara becoming Oracle. Blah 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 blah. Right then. Back to work. Movie. Yeah, right. movie. So, Todd. Yes. That was a movie. That was a movie. Uh, hey, Todd, who was your MVP? Oof. Have fun. Ooh. Uh, so, if we can do ties, I mean, look, you got to give it to. Uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. And if you pick one over the other, I'm not going to quibble. I mean, they are two superstars in their career-defining roles. Sure. Uh, I'm going to add Tara Strong to that. Oh. I don't agree with some of the way they characterize her, but sure. it's never Tara Strong's fault. Agree. She is giving an amazing performance. Yes. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, and I said that earlier. Any problems yeah. with this movie is not in any of the performances. Nope. 100%. Um, Casey... Who is your favorite character? Uh, hmm, I don't want to say the Joker because I don't like the Joker. Sure. Uh, and it's not Batman because he's not really the Batman that... Boy. He's such a cut-off Batman. It, okay. Okay, then you've just talked me into my choice. Go ahead. I guess it's going to have to be the Joker. Mm. I guess it's going to have to be the Joker. I mean, he's certainly being the Jokerist. Joker, but yeah, I'm gonna give it to the Joker because I like Mark Hamill's performance as his Joker. He set he, but this is favorite tone. character, yeah, not performer uh, character. Okay, so who's yours? Well, so this is so I don't like this Batman. I don't like the Batman fucks Batgirl. So this particular <laughs> Batman, right? Like in this film, I don't like that he fucks Batgirl. Uh-huh. Uh, similarly, I don't like what they do with Batgirl's character. Sure, I don't like. Again, I feel like the Joker's aim is doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So that but leads does me the to Joker the, ever make well, sense. But that leads me to the character who who stays true to his core principle. It's Gordon. Oh, I was After, almost gonna give yeah, it to Gordon. Yeah. yeah, you talked me into that as you're walking through. I was yeah. like, oh, but Gordon stays true. Like, you know, I'm gonna this, join you. I'm gonna okay, join you. Yeah. It is Gordon. Yeah, yeah, strength of character, right? Like yeah, he 100%. believes in something. He's, he has a principle that defines him. Yeah. What's the best scene? It's the rooftop sex, right? Oh, God. it's the best thing in the movie. Oh. Not at all out of line. No, uh, the best scene for me is 
the joke notwithstanding, when Batman doesn't beat Joker to a pulp, mm-hmm. but he re- he he extends his hand, mm-hmm. and you see like the Joker again or the Batman again that we don't see a lot, but the the Batman trying to change this path that he sure. sees them on. Yeah, I agree. It's, okay. it is it is that it is pretty much Funhouse to the end. Yeah, oh it's sure, just yeah. such great storytelling. You know, it's it's great. It's the climax of the movie, and it does not disappoint. Right. Yeah. Hey, Casey. Yeah. What is one scene that you would cut? Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious, and we're both going to have the same one. Should we just say it on the count of three? Yeah. One, two, three. Rooftop, Rooftop sex. sex. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable yeah. through and through. And make it no, you you set it, it up kiss. perfectly. That is the, that's such a better story. And mm-hmm. then you can keep all of like her attraction to him. Yeah, like that's fine. all of that's that that arguably works better if they don't fuck. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh hey, Todd. Yes. Who's the actor having the most fun? This one is easy. Yeah. It's Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yeah, hundred percent. Mark Hamill is the only actor. Most of them so they they do a lot. I don't know if they did it for this, but a lot of the Batman the animated series, they would do like radio shows. Oh, where they're they're all together. Oh, that's great. Which was unheard of in ninety one when they started recording all the stuff for this. Uh it would be like, hey, come in when you can. And everyone sat because they would record for a couple hours. Mark always stood. He couldn't sit and do the Joker. Sure. Have you ever seen footage of him doing it? No, but I saw some... Aubrey and I were watching last night uh, some footage of... Oh, because uh, James Lipton died. Mm. So they... they they, uh, Oh, Bravo? Yeah. So Bravo has Inside the Actor Studio. Yeah. They're doing their, like, in homage. So they were playing the Bradley Cooper episode, which is a great one. Yeah. And... And I was like, you know, I've never really seen footage of him as Rocket. So did they show it? Well, they did not, but I went online. So video of him in the recording booth, not on the soundstage. He never was on soundstage. But it was him in the booth, uh and they still had the mocap on him, so they could get oh for two, two, yep. So they could get the physicality of him acting and watching him act as Rock Rocket. I was like, oh my god, I love him even more Mm -hmm. because he's like, you can see. Oh, they they. In the same way that uh, we talked about, what's his name? Gerard Butler in How to Train mm-hmm. Your Dragon. Right. Like modeled the, the sure. animation after the character. They 1,000% were, well, they had him in mocap. They were mon- they were modeling Rocket after him uh, in Booth. Timon in the original Lion King. Yes. His eyebrows are Nathan Lane's eyebrows. Come on. Through and through. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That That's awesome. Because uh, Nathan Lane has uh, some of the most expressive eyebrows in the business. Yeah. Oh, you're right, because I just tried to do my Nathan Lane, and it was all in the eyebrow. Yeah. Uh, so later on, take a moment, find, there's like sure. a 30-second clip of, of Bradley Cooper in the booth, mm-hmm. and it must have been two, but he had he has the mocap suit on, but he's in the booth, and he's... Oh, ah. it's, it's delightful. Uh, well, and you take take a moment and find Mark Hamill. It's so good. Yeah, I'll bet it will. Because yeah, yeah. he's over here and he's doing it all. You're just like, God damn it. Yeah, Why are you so good. wonderful? Uh, all right. So the IMDb mm-hmm. was 6.4. You lower? I'm going to give this a 5.0. Okay. 50% of this because we... we yeah, sure, I sure. know, Shannon, calm down before you write to us. <laughs> Uh, sure. Just ca- telling someone to calm down always works well. Uh, yeah, fifty uh, percent yeah. of this is good. Yeah, um, I, I'm okay with where it's at. You know, I I don't love it, it, again the source material. I feel like Joker's goals are a little muddy here. Sure, sure, sure. The whole the what they added with Batgirl, they made the worst possible choices in how to add it. 
You've just uh-huh. described the better way to tell a story. But 6.4 where it's at, eh, two-thirds, sure, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, same thing. I mean, and I'm a self-admitted not loving the Joker. The, I love Mark Hamill's Joker, sure. but Joker is not my favorite character. Uh, yes, agree. Uh, so Dad's Breakdown, no. I mean, it's, ra- it's rated R. It's rated R. It is, uh, it is very clear there are sexual assault in this movie. Yeah. No. Again, you pull it up on HBO, you're going to see right there, first thing they're telling you is rape. So that's... You know, how old is the kid? And probably not for most young and also, kids. Do you really want to watch this with your kid? Is this a, like there are certain R no. movies yeah, that you're I'm right. fine watching with the B. Sure, sure. There are certain ones that are going to be like, you're going to watch that with your friends. I'll watch Hancock with the kids. Sure. Right? Like that, that's uh, R. That's R. Even uh, no, it's PG-13. The, no. un, the unrated that we watched, it's PG-13. I don't think so. I think so. But one of us is wrong. One Let's of us find out who. 100% wrong. Hancock film. Did you go to IMDb? Like, no, I like should have. Smart got, boy. Like I should have, but I didn't. Who's gonna get there first? Rated PG thirteen. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So okay. I think what we're saying here. Why don't is we just I'm go ahead? You right, can just go ahead and cut that. We can cut that. You're wrong, 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 wrong. Uh, all right. With oh, that, boy, here we are. And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's helmet. Dear Odin. If I have angered you in any way, I apologize profusely. Please send us on the right path. Get a good movie in here. <laughs> oh, you know what fell out of the helmet? I was DCEU. DCEU. You're not going to be happy. MCU. Uh-huh. Oh, listen. It's listen, Iron Man 3. I got to watch Iron Your Man 3 to get Iron to. Your Iron Man movie. I got to watch Iron Man 3 to get to Thor 2. Wait, I didn't think that through. All right. <laughs> but then we get to. The Winter Soldier. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's All right, watch the trailer. Got a lot of apologies to make. Nothing's been the same since New York. They experience things, and then they're over. I can't sleep. And when I do, I have nightmares. Honestly, there's a hundred people who want to kill me. I hope I can protect the one thing I can't live without. I'm not going to lie. It's been a while since I watched this one. Uh-huh. Um, I'm kind of excited watching the trailer. I was like, I mean, look, I, I don't love, I clearly don't love. Save it for next podcast. Uh, okay. 
But I mean, and all your little spoilers you gave while we were watching that trailer, none of that's going to end up in the episode either. Spoilers. Listen, this movie is from. Uh, no, I'm talking about the spoilers for future movies. Listen, I have no sympathy. We this have to think of this like when the apocalypse no, happens, no. people will be listening to this in the future, and they need to make sure no. that we don't spoil anything for no. them. Now, would you like to take a guess at what the IMDb rating for Iron Man 3 is? Uh, in the 80s. 7.2. Wow. Yeah. That's if, slow. And you'll never see me coming. Uh, now, Iron Man 2's rating. So that was 7.2. Iron Man 2 is only 7.0. Very close. Essentially the same. That's uh, on, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Iron Man 1 is in the low 80s, early 90s. 7.9. What? I know, right? So the, I think these are all, to be fair, I think these are all low. Those think, are all, well, no. Iron Man 2 is just fine. Um, Iron Man <laughs> one and three, Need yeah, to come those up. are low. Reverse, I, reverse. Uh, uh, Iron Man nine point seven. Nine point seven. Yeah. That's a great oh, movie. One hundred percent. No, it's uh, not one hundred percent. Calm down. Uh, Calm down, you zombie. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. All right. Uh, holy cow! So we got us a movie. We do. Uh, right. So Todd, where can people find you on social media? Should they wish to find you, and should you wish to be found? Sure. So uh, I've got a little bit of newer content up on the blog, sharing really my personal journey towards a whole food, plant based diet. Mm-hmm. Not trying to convert anyone, just sharing my story. Uh, but you can check that out uh, or read about a variety of other topics, both geeky and non, over at my website, which is TMP in syr.com or twitter and instagram with the handle at tmp in syr hey casey yes where can people find you on the interweb should they wish to track you down twitter not ryan casey instagram not dot ryan casey you can also follow our instagram page for the podcast at superpod HeroCast. or if you have comments questions concerns send it over to superpod HeroCast at gmail.com because only cap writes letters tony you know head over to our facebook page facebook.com slash superpod hero cast uh if you're feeling really adventurous mm-hmm. head over to our patreon which is patreon.com slash tsphc uh enjoying our fans over there supporters are enjoying a whole bunch of content you know a couple bucks unlocks some stuff five bucks a month unlocks a series of bonus episodes Mm -hmm. which we're in our second season season one was a holiday themed movies season two which is coming to a close has been a lot of fun which is oh you haven't seen that Mm -hmm. movie one of us has seen the other one hasn't and uh we're having a lot of fun with that so yeah yeah we've got one 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 more each one more each yeah so that'll be good music for our episode is provided by the wonderful Kevin McLeod. He puts out a variety of music royalty-free. You can check out his stuff at incompatech.com. Mm-hmm. We took his song, Take a Chance, as our theme song. So that'll do it for the SuperPod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic, And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be heroic. Iron three. Well, I think we actually need a little more crisp. Little sibilance. 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 <laughs> okay. That was a gross sound. I'm sorry. That, that was that was the sound. <sighs> See, I, I I don't want to nerd rage right from the beginning. Okay. Well, we got some other stuff to do first. Yeah, I know, but I just <laughs> I want to. Mm, okay. But it's close. It's close <clears throat> to the surface. Mm-hmm. This is not Suicide Squad level. No. But it's in the neighborhood. 
No. Okay. No, oh, no, okay. Well, that's okay. That's no, not so bad. Nothing, then. nothing will ever reach suicide squad <laughs> okay. for me. All right. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? The very first one is fuck. I wrote A U D. I don't know what that means. A U D. I was Auditory. just trying to. I was just trying to do um, quick hand. Okay. And clearly it works. Quick hand, so slow well. brain. Did you see what I put up on Aubrey's Facebook page? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wa- <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Wash right, your you hands like you're washing Jason <laughs> Mamar. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Epidemic over. <laughs> we're, we're good. Boop, boop.